Um, I'm here. Till oh, tonight. shit. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to take off by like uh, 10 or whatever, but. Oh, yeah, good. Me too. This is crazy. I, I prepared absolutely zero uh, for these two shows. I hope no one notices. Nah, nah, you're good. <clears throat> it was, uh, that it's so, it's so unlike me. I kissed my, um, I kissed my wife and I said, uh, I have to make that bread, honey. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm like, dude, I didn't prepare at all for these. Uh, good thing it's two of the easiest guests you could possibly have on. We got uh, uh Greg Glassman for the first 80 minutes, and then uh, we got um, the goat, Rich Roney. It's been a, it's been a minute since we've we've had Rich on. Yeah, the people's champ. I think we're gonna do a slight schedule shift. By the way, for you guys. Uh, I know we've been having Greg on consistently on Tuesday mornings. I think we're going to switch him to Wednesday mornings. Mm -hmm. And Tuesday mornings are going to be filled with uh, Tyson Bajan. Mm -hmm. Man, that's some valuable real estate. Two days a, two days a week. Of the I was seven podcast. Yeah, I was scheduling a couple of guests we have in, in queue. And I was like, man, these days are filling up with like our regulars. And the regulars are freaking awesome, huh? It used to be just like any Tom, Dick, and Harry could come on the show. Like, uh, hi, I live in South Carolina, and I have an affiliate. I mean, I'm doing a, a, an event called Crash Crucible. Could I come on and promote it? Uh, yeah, of course, dude. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. What's your name? Mr. Howell. By the way, you're fucking crazy if you think JR ever asked me that. I had to beg JR. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just busted. But I won't be begging you no more, Jr. A new favorite sport, uh, the PFL or the MFL. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. Letters, one of the letters that hangs out with O and in, in football league. <laughs> Dude, the show last night was so good. Oh, good with John and Brian. <laughs> when you were like, um, "Any questions for Katie, John? Anything you'd like to apologize about?" <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I was just cracking up. Oh, did you think uh, Heath after we got off the show? He's like, dude, you fed me to the fucking lion, but I didn't, right? I mean, I had his back. I was like, I don't think he said it. No, and if anything, I think he fed himself to the lion when he started talking about that seven foot four basketball guy looking weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Katie was just straight faced as hell, but she was like, so we can talk about Tyson. <laughs> oh yeah, good. Cool. Oh, <laughs> uh. Bernie Gannon, uh, Sevi has it backwards. We notice when he does prepare. Oh, good. Okay. I want to show you this. Uh, I want to show you this uh, spot where I'm going to watch the game from. It's crazy. Let me oh, see if I, so let me jealous. see if I can find the. Um, let me see if I can find the video of it. Let me see. Oh, I don't know why people are hating on that hat too. I thought your I thought the fit was rocking yesterday. Oh yeah, that hat was dope, right? Yeah. So check this out. Let me see if I can. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this stuff on the screen so no one sees it. Let me see if I can hide all this. Do you know how to share? Do you know how to share a video good? If I send it to you? Um like through a text share. message? Yeah. That I'm not too good. Okay, here, then I'll do it. Then I'll do it. Let me let me take a step. So basically, we're going, I guess, I don't know if this is true. I'm sure a bunch of people are going to unfuck me in the um, in the comments right now. But this is the, um, I'm going to try to share this whole screen. 
and this is where we're sitting. I think uh, Greg and Sarah and Travis and I are going to be sitting down here. And Greg's wife, Maggie. Oh, I think we got this whole, um, what do I do? Entire screen. Okay. And then I go there. Is that what he does? And he zooms in on the video. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, that's, that's scary, right? Is that ground level? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's ground level. That's the end zone. You see the field goal over there? No and then, shit. And then the tunnel, the guys come out of the tunnel right next to that box. And then, uh, and then after Tyson scores a touchdown, he can run over and like give it to sit the ball to Sarah. Just one run one in and then oh, run. Oh wait, over. there's not glass on the opposite side, so you guys are basically like if somebody Out, misses free balling, free balling. Ball there. Yeah, ball. yeah, ball. Could, you're not paying attention. Pass come in and fucking I could catch it. He could throw one to me. I paid him five million dollars. He'd throw one to me. <laughs> Dude, that is so cool. <laughs> It's so freaking jealous. It's rad, right? Let me see. So if I can play a little bit of the. Um, I'll be here it. talking about people exercising fast if you need me. No problem. Look at it. Look oh, at it. Oh, oh shit. Oh yeah, that's where they come out. You see where the dudes come yep. out? Yep. Wow. So cool. Oh no, that's where they come out. Oh, oh. shit, dude. So oh shit! I can go over and high five. The, I can I can high five the dudes when they come out. Oh hey, Greg, God. what's up, dude? What morning. up, buddy? Good morning. I was it's looking fun. at the I was looking at the box and about how like the dudes come out right there. Crazy cool. It's, yeah. it's behind the it's behind the end zone, right? Yeah, and look at mm. those kids are playing soccer on that field right now. Those kids are stoked. Crazy. Damn, that's a nice state. How are you? How's Dallas? Um, wet. Oh, oh, no kidding. I don't know it rained yeah. in Texas. It yeah, looks like funny. you're. It looks like you're almost in um like a sushi restaurant or something to me. Like the, you know what I mean? Like with those windows. When, when you think of Texas, what do you think of? Oh, deserts. Uh, tumbleweed. Yeah, isn't that interesting? C cacti. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, you can drive through. Eight to ten hours of wooded countryside. Where around Dallas? Um, east of here. As soon as you get east of here, it changes. And even here, it's got a good broadleaf conifer mix. The yeah, states mix. The states mix like California. California is not all freeways, right? Mm -hmm. Or mountains, or deserts, or liberals. Good point. Just I mean, enough I mean, to make it just enough to make it miserable forever. <laughs> but it's not. It's not all that. And even our beach, we live in a forest that's on the beach, which a lot of people are surprised when they get here that we don't even live, like, our beach is a forest. Yeah, where the redwoods come down to the sea. Yeah. Like New Zealand. Um, I, when I think of the uh, greenery in Texas, I would think of, like, juniper. Yeah, that's that's western Texas. Yeah. Yeah, easy there? Um, e easy flight there? Easy, easy travel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're there for like four or five days and then you come come back here for a couple of days? Yeah, and I think we might even come back a little early. Oh, good. But uh, to be determined. Ba just basically how she feels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, um, and, and, then, and then Sunday we're going to the football game. Well, we're going to watch Travis watch a football game. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I think we're 
bailing out of here a little early and bringing all the kids that way. Oh, okay. Hey, if you, so if I, you... think, I think I'll <clears throat> stash them somewhere, but maybe bring Rhett to the game. Oh, that would be awesome. He's having trouble fitting in with his little sisters here recently. <laughs> He'll fit in fine at the stadium. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. So we got we got 14 seats there in that yeah. bungalow. Yeah, 14 seats. And I think um uh Sarah was looking at that too, so maybe we can go in on it with her, share it with her, Sarah and uh two of her people. But I could bring uh Rhett for sure. For sure, for sure. And uh, probably Elliot from uh from Oh uh, from from Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We just he's need a to fan of, he's a fan of uh you know, being from Ohio, the Chicago sports scene is kind of kind of dear to him. I I guess the team has been just shitty forever and the fans are exhausted. And I, I guess the last time they had a good team was all the way back in 2006. Maybe someone will correct me in the comments. But but I'm just hearing that the whole Tyson thing is just invigorating them. Man, if he can do this one more time. I are, are, Do you get nervous at all for him? Like, are you going to be nervous at all, you think, when you're there? No, Anxious? I don't think so. No? No. I got, oh, I got so, like, almost clammy watching the last game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, his fallback position to CrossFit his life away and teach right. high school in uh, Martinburg, um, I tell you, having played a, a single successful game in the NFL as a starting quarterback, would make you a that would that would last you longer teaching at that high school. You'd get more creds out of that than it would in your, in your neighborhood where everyone's a rock star. <laughs> That's true. Good you know, point. Their teacher. I knew school. I knew a kid at Tulare Western High that had played in the NFL a year, and and he was uh he's probably the only teacher on campus that the students had any respect for. <laughs> Mr. Watley, I think was his name. <laughs> Still remember him. That's a that's a good they were terrified of him. <laughs> he just do the just do the gruff what kind of thing. And everyone stood up straight. All students. <laughs> Putin's many heart attacks and why the rumors may be in his favor. I didn't know that. Did you know that that's a common theme? A Putin heart attack? I guess there was another report. Uh, the Kremlin have been forced to deny the recent speculations. I love it how it says forced. That the aging tyrant has suffered a cardiac arrest and collapsed in his bedroom. Hmm. Someone said that yesterday. Have you ever heard before that Putin had a heart attack, Greg? No, I've, I've never I heard that. that he's got cancer, but I don't have no reliability attached to any of that. Right. I saw some pictures of him shaking badly. And carrying his left arm oddly, it was kind of hard to deny. For the for years, the health of Vladimir Putin has been subject of lurid speculation and rumors. Recent reports have included body doubles, secret chemotherapy, Parkinson's disease. He's mm. seventy. He's seventy one years old. Uh, Parkinson's disease and claims that he fell down the stairs, landed on his coccyx, and soiled himself. Jeez. I was thinking I kind of like these – this is going to sound horrible, but I like these countries that just have like one leader because somehow I, I start to become comfortable with it. It must be weird for the other countries that we're always changing our leader. They're like, oh, shit, another guy who's got his finger on the button. 
where we just know, hey, it's Kim Jong-un and it's Putin and it's Xi Xi. We just get to keep the, keep those keep the dudes. And they got to deal with like Biden and Obama and Trump, the whole cast of characters. I, I would suggest that there uh, there's less certainty in in what it is they have intimidated that allows them to keep that iron fist than they are. Biden, even with his uh, stupidity and senility, is more predictable than the people around Putin. I would think. I didn't think of it like that, but that's a really good point. Who that who they've intimidated has caused uh, what what was the word you used? More uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. More people in like desperate situations. The sting and fear of uncertainty. Um, I would think that there would probably be a hundred sets of three dudes that could bring him down. Putin down? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, like bat, like dudes just in the country, like three guys who could kill him. You mean, or you will look, you know, Gaddafi was a iron fisted control. And then in a matter of minutes, he's hiding in a drainage ditch where some guy stabs him in the asshole with a knife and another guy blows his brains out. People no one's ever heard of. Right, right. It's you're just you're every dictator's minutes away from that. They act like it as well. Right. Mm. Right. God, sleeping in with that kind of stress must suck. Yeah. Now you know why they're all paranoid with tunnels into their houses and stuff. I like you're that Heidi wrote it down. Constantly inviting your top people over for dinner and trading plates with. Oh shit! Dear, are you serious? Do you think it's like I that? Would. I why wouldn't you? Wow, dude! No one loves yeah. you more than Sebi. Well, have them over. Let's have dinner. Pop them out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm fasting again. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at the upheavals in China's upper structure. You know, they've just they got a brand new defense minister and he's disappeared from the face of the earth. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> what happened to him? Nobody knows. Let me look this up. China defense minister. Poof. Ed Poof. Oh, he was fired on Tuesday. After uh, two months. After two after, months, after, after no one's seen him for months, yeah. <laughs> he got fired. Yeah, for not showing up at work. He didn't show up for work for two months. China's defense yeah. minister Li Shang Fu was fired on Tuesday, two months after he disappeared from public view. Oh no! Damn, that can't be good. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's interesting. Those are probably the, the inner circle is probably who you have to strike the most fear into, right? Because they have the closest yeah. access to you. Everybody else is maybe a few layers out, but the ones you let in, those are the ones that you gotta gotta watch. Man. Hey, um, I, I'd always heard. Of, I'm 51 years old, and I was always heard the term. Like I knew the term anti-Semitism, right? Like, I, of course, everyone knows the the term, especially if you live in California. But I'd never seen it. You know what I mean? It's it's like to me, it was just it was the boogeyman. It was just like 
you know, you're walking down the street and there's a black guy walking down the street towards you. And all of a sudden you have to cross the street. You realize the McDonald's you want to go to is over there. And if you cross the street, someone calls you a racist, but really you're just going over there to get a hamburger. Like it's just, bull it's all just bullshit to me. Or like they talk about Asian hate and it's like, no, it's just because this, the, the two communities are butted up against each other. And like, they're just easy victims because they're little people. Like I have an explanation for it all. Like shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with being Asian. It's just dudes robbing dudes in Oakland. It just is what it is. But this fucking anti-Semitism thing, I'm having trouble denying it because I'm seeing people like on the streets of New York in the middle of the night um, by the a thousand of them saying death to Israel. And I'm starting to trip like a, like I wanted to think that like no one even knew what a Jew was. Right. It's just like, just shut up. I like, accept this, this one might be coming to roost. Yeah. Anti-Semitism is considered a. Uh, a. A. Uh, linchpin for anti-americanism yeah 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 for sure and you I, that article, know, I buy that too yeah we know this we know the russians have always felt that that an attack on the jews is an attack on the u.s and so now we have this axis forming china russia iran north korea hamas hezbollah and the western media is playing it beautifully right into it Thing in National Review yesterday said that mainstream media will never forgive um, uh, Israel for not having bombed the hospital. Never forgive them for not bombing the hospital. Oh, That's like right. Madison, because they they made it. Uh, well, they, they embarrassed them. themselves. They made yeah, fools yeah. of themselves. The right. hospital wasn't bombed, and to imagine reporting that without looking, wait, I mean, the hospital yeah. right here. Well, they also reported that uh, Tia retired, but she hadn't. Who is that again? <laughs> it, it doesn't even. It be. Tia said she retired, and then she didn't retire, and all these people got upset that she said she retired. I'm like, fuck you. She can do what she wants, but she can say whatever she wants. Leave her the fuck alone. Let her retire, unretire. Let her fucking say she's pregnant when she's not. It's her life. Leave her alone. Did she say she was pregnant when she wasn't? No, I just made. Well, I just made that up. No, she actually had a baby. Well, I didn't see the. You know, one of the one of the athletes recently showed Tia didn't show her birth, but one of the athletes put her birth on uh, YouTube. Car Saunders, one of the games athletes recently, um, she just blurted out, but but you actually see the baby fall out of her vagina, but they got like a little blur mark on it. But then her husband catches it like two inches before it hits the ground. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's graphic. Oh, so they made like an athletic event. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, for time there was a there was a stopwatch. <laughs> oh, they should have had a stopwatch. Oh, right, yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like catching that bar and free fall after the scoop. Oh my goodness. One. And then someone should have counted. It's just one rep. One. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually. I, I thought uh, uh David Weed says it was nasty. Uh, Miss Riddow says it was amazing. I'm on the side of amazing. It was. I think is David Weed's picture him getting ready to skinny dip. I yeah, like that, that looks like that's some butt crack. Yeah. Wow. Okay, David. Who is that? Who's David Weed? He's uh, so... this boy. No, no, no. This is um, he's he's a he's a, a semi-hostile in the audience. He's been watching the show for three years. Um, semi-hostile. He, he, I think he's a for. This is what I know. I think he's a former mill guy, who is hiding out in Europe because 
he killed too many people and he's battling his inner demons and uh, he hangs out in Portugal now or something or some, some, somewhere where they speak Spanish or is that your understanding of who he is, Sousa? Let's see. He'll chime in here in a second. He usually punch, throws a few fucking, gives me a few gut shots during the show. Yeah. I, I just know him as that. If you, if you say to, if you say something, he don't like it, he'll let you know. And then yeah. he'll accuse hey, you of calling the cops. Yeah. I saw in my news feed a, uh, why do we track people we hate? Mm. Mm. And remember I was telling you that Stern thought a third to a half of his audience tunes in because they hate him? I, I don't remember that, but yeah, okay. okay. I don't, I don't oh, he's in Spain. He's in Marabella, Spain. Sorry, Marabella, Spain. Okay, go ahead. Uh, people hate him. Go ahead. Two-thirds. Uh, just... He might truly, he might truly dislike you. He's a loyal <laughs> fan. Oh, that would be awesome. Watches the hate. Yeah, you surround yourself with shit you don't like. You know, fill the fill the refrigerator with foods you detest, and watch shows with people you can't stand, and it just keeps you. It's it's like staying staying young and alive. He's yeah. been getting soft though. I noticed over the years he's gotten like nicer and nicer. Like so, he, he like he. I think I'm working him over. Yeah, you're wearing slowly. Him yeah, make a good point, Greg. That's maybe why my dad watches CNN from time to time. That's why I watch it. <laughs> just get, just feel a little, get your feathers ruffled a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, could, yeah. I could write, I could write <clears throat> copy for the National Review or the Wall Street Journal, reading that New York Times. Mm. They're they're uh, they're jingoistic to their ideology and. You know, they say Bush died millions lied, Bush lied millions died, and you just, mm -hmm. you know, the rhyme couplet, the the logic by rhyme couplet is a is a pretty good tip off. <laughs> it's a, it, it just it gets old after a while, but there's something, there's something alive and real, and being able to see through it. I was talking with uh, some friends recently. I said I'm increasingly with greater frequency having these aha moments where like of course it's all bullshit of course it is like you forget for a sec it's like you keep realizing the same thing over and over well you spend so much time looking at things that are crap that are ridiculous and at each new one comes along it's like you you you're more towards everything's bullshit mm-hmm I'm waiting for someone to tell me that, uh, that, uh, I don't want to get into it. It's too. Tell me, tell me, give me just a hint. Give me a hint. Okay. <laughs> hey, did you see, uh, speaking of good news, did you see this dude died? The guy you said, uh, I went to Armenia and you, you paid for me to film him, paid for my trip to Armenia. While I was there, I brought back a piece for the CrossFit. Yeah, Journal you told this guy, me. Albert said good news. Uh, Azarian. No, no, not good news. It's not good news. Okay. I, did I say good news? I didn't mean good news. Yeah, I was like, damn. Glorious, he invented the, the Iron Cross. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Or was it the or was it the uh the sideways cross? Oh, yeah. I think it maybe it was the sideways one. Yeah, what well, do we call that fucking thing? I think they called it the Azarian Cross. Let me see. Azarian yeah. won the gold medal in the rings in 1956 and 1960 Olympics. In 1954 and 58, he won the world championships. And in 1955, the European championships, adding several more medals and team events. 
His perhaps biggest legacy is the Azarian cross, Azarian cross, in which the gymnast hangs straight with his arms stretched like a crucifix. Azarian was the first gymnast to perform this move, which was named for him. So maybe it was the Iron Cross, but I thought he turned his head to, to talk shit to a referee to be like, is this long enough? And then that became the move. That would get you three tenths. <laughs> like a, a deduction? Dude, I did a, on a salute of the judge, just a little, let me see if I can get my hand in here. Yeah. On a salute of a judge, a little, on the walk-off, it took three tenths. Like, fuck you? Yeah. Like I, I saw that. that. <laughs> really he said that yeah that's awesome you know when you're on the apparatus you know you're doing well when everyone's just staring at you but when they're writing you're fucked oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's my understanding of his uh rambler says don't do that salute oh is that the crossfit piece yeah yeah this is the oh that's the, awesome the movie the Lord of the Rings is what what you called it. Yeah, so I interviewed that dude. That was crazy. I went into his studio. Greg, they had the lady in there just like you would imagine playing the piano and 200 of the most fit 7 to 14-year-old boys you ever seen in your life. How tall is he? He was tall. He was tall. He's taller than me. That's 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, yeah, can you look that up? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe taller. What was the kid we had around that they called Lord of the Rings, the contemporary? Uh, I don't know. Short, though. He was short, though, right? Yeah, they all are. Yeah, let me see. You think you think I have his height wrong? It's 5'9". Oh, five, oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's a towering specimen of a gymnast. God, I would have guessed he was six foot. I was way off. Yeah, Toshoki, uh, Takashi uh, Ono, 5'3". Born in 29. Oh, shit. He just... Uh... That's what you were just saying. He just recently died last month, huh? Yeah, just passed. Oh. Uh, Frank Dubach, uh, you can't ask Sevon if someone was tall. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. My inability to give a assessment that crosses all paths. Uh, um, Mr. Floyd is... Uh, I guess some more stuff from the Mr. Floyd trial was released. It, but it seems like it's stuff we already knew. Well, stuff that they're admitting now, right? Far left pressure in George Floyd's George Floyd case may have influenced trial despite lack of strangulation evidence. So there's zero evidence that the knee killed him. Zero. I think it, I think it goes beyond that. Well, meaning there's evidence that he had cardiac arrest from the consumption of the fentanyl? No, the nature of the compression and the realities of, uh, of asphyxiating or, or a blood choke. Meaning I mean, that I, I, we, have, we have two physicians that we're close to that, that – Work is a matter of course with this physiology on a daily basis. And they need to be consulted. You should talk to them if you're, if you're truly interested. Yeah, I am. Do you think they, those guys would both come on? I know you've told me that several times. They're pro they probably, pro probably would and shouldn't. 
<laughs> but I know what they're going to say because I've had we've had the discussion, and to have two physicians, one interventional radiologist that is engaged in the business of revascularizing occluded and blocked networks, especially in the head and neck, and an anesthesiologist intimate with the same airways and blood flow, to have them blurt out absolutely impossible um, needs to be listened to. I want to uh, listen to uh, what, what Tucker says about it here. In her deposition, which you should read, Amy Sweezy describes a conversation that she had with the county medical examiner, Andrew Baker, right after George Floyd died. Quote, I called Dr. Baker early that morning to tell him about the case and to ask him if he would perform the autopsy on Mr. Floyd. Sweezy recalls all this under oath in the deposition. Quote, he called me later in the day on that Tuesday and he told me that there were no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There were no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. Oh. So so the report that's coming out now, and I'll talk about it more later in a live call-in show, but the reports that are coming out now are that uh, three people in the DA's office were asked to uh, prosecute that case, and they refused. They said there's no evidence. So the guy who's been sexually... Uh, yes. Uh, Yes, assaulting. Spraying on women in the office. He raised his hand and said he'd do it. Yes. He's, and, and he does my little dirty work. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why it's coming out now. Poor Chauvin. He, I, I, I've always thought he'd do three or four and walk. <clears throat> isn't, aren't they in a... Um, they teach that. They taught that that writing a knee in, the, in their academy. Where was that? Minneapolis? Where, where was the city? Again? Wherever he went, wherever he went. But you, you talk to cops, they're all over that have used that, taught that. And it's it's uh, not been a problem historically. I'm going to see what's going on. I just typed in uh, Chauvin and to see what he what what he's up to. I think he's oh, uh, a little cell right now. Wow. Newsweek facts checks this. Fact checker Tucker Carlson fact check. Tucker Carlson says new evidence clears Derek Chauvin of murder. The fact checkers say? I think they say it's not true. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. Then then they probably cite the court case. I've noticed, though, that Newsweek is usually, of all the fact checkers, the better ones. But we'll see. Yeah. You know, because then they'll be like, this is uh, uh, false because he was convicted. Pull out that. On the subject of fact checks... Everything, every discussion, fact checkers and fact checking systems, everything should begin with that Pfizer Reuters fact check nexus that Dowd explains in page two or three of that cool book. I thought the book was just right here. Yeah, there's a before you read kind of thing where he mentions the whole process of the. Right. QR codes yeah, and the convolution of oh, yeah, right check. You found it already? Yeah. It's oh, already. look at you. Got it. Oh, read it. Read it to us. Yeah. So read it to us. And it's about two thirds of the way down on that left hand page. Um, a good reason Pfizer would want a board member with influence over Reuters fact check, just like there is yeah. a good reason that they have a board member who 
was recently head of the FDA. And there's a good reason for each of the people they added to their board in 2020. The outgoing CEO of the Gates Foundation, Global Public Health Relationships, and the current CEO of Coca-Cola, Global Distri Distribution Relationships. It's a natural, uh, it's natural that Pfizer would do it all, uh, can would do all it can do to promote and protect the highest grossing consumer product in world history. So Pfizer has someone on the on Reuters fact checking board. That's right. So basically, it just sounds like they're just switching people around. You worked for the FDA, then you retire. Now you come and sit on the board of Pfizer, and, and then you work for Pfizer. And as long as we're as long as we're hiding chronic disease, we got to give Coke a spot on this board, right? Of course, they're, yeah, they're, they're the greatest. They're Pfizer's greatest referent. Yeah, it's amazing how Coke turns up everywhere. Hmm. Hmm. They're they're the they're the dominant force in the fitness industry through exercise as medicine. It used to be CrossFit and Coke, and now CrossFit's committed to remaining silent, I presume, on the subject of chronic disease and sugar. Oh, mm -hmm. dude, mm -hmm. completely mm -hmm. silent. I wanted to show you this, Greg. Oh, I made a point, um, and I said that when you when you were at when you were running CrossFit, like we knew what the mission was and we knew who our enemies were. You know, and I use that term enemies as in, you know, loosely, not somebody that were going after attack, but we knew who the bad guys were. They were the NSCA case. They were the people that you were digging through those emails and finding all this corruption. And now, now there is, I couldn't tell you what the mission of CrossFit was, I guess, pursuit of happiness or something that they had recently. And there are no enemies. There are no enemies. They're going to teach the world to sing in three-part harmony now. Yeah, it's part of their uh, three-word process, as all corporate, uh, you know, good companies have plastered on the wall when you walk in. You know, leadership, inclusion, and happiness, or whatever they are. Look at this. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? I was going to say, mention Brett Ewers when working for Podesta, and is our Podesta assigned with David Marin guy? Um, and before he'd come to work for us, before he got let go recently um he was sitting at a bar with uh it was either aba american beverage association or coke lobbyists and uh they revealed the uh, operation sparkle to him which was an effort to unseat us in particular me coke's plan coke's plan or pepsi's plan or beverage association yeah american beverage association it might have been just have bread on and ask him mm-hmm He's either in a position now to to sing loudly or back where he can't say anything. Um, look, look who's look who grew a set of balls. This is kind of a sad day because we've been three years through the pandemic and we still haven't heard uh, a stance from from the Matrix from CrossFit. Yeah, wait to hear this this chick. Wow. This is Jillian Michaels. She's a full blown CrossFit hater. But let, but let's check this out. Here we go extremely nefarious going on in the social zeitgeist regarding health and wellness. You guys are seeing it everywhere. Nobody is allowed to question anything. We're being told lies, fed garbage food, and sold sickness. If you are curious or worried that giving teens puberty blockers is a bad idea, and you think we, we should wait until they're physically and mentally fully developed to make these life-changing decisions? 
Big Pharma pays civil rights groups for the LGBT community to label you a transphobe or a homophobe. If you question whether or not soda should be available on SNAPS, the food stamp program, big food, they're racist. Civil rights groups yeah, yeah. to label you as a racist. <laughs> children of color soda and yet childhood obesity so it's killing children of color but if you bring it up you're racist it, it, <sighs> in young adults is all time it overwhelmingly disproportionately affects children of color by nearly two to one and the fact that soda companies target them two times more than white kids is no doubt playing a huge role. If you question... Target them, dude. Target them. Where COVID came from. Because you really don't want to see it happen again. And you wonder, did it come from a lab? Was it manufactured? You'll be deplatformed as a crazy conspiracy theorist spreading lies. Despite the fact that only a few years later, organizations like the U.S. Energy Department, the FBI, and even the former head of the CDC have all come forward saying they believe COVID came from a lab. We are not even allowed to question what the hell is going on anymore. And it's time we started asking why. There's something. I can't believe this is Jillian Michaels. Hmm. That's a sign of hope, right? When quacks like that are like waking up a little bit. She might have got the wrong thing when she reached in the medicine cabinet or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Greg knew what she was going to say, like before it was said, like almost, you know, the playbook. <laughs> oh, do I know the playbook? <laughs> so if you're against using food stamps to buy toxic toxins to feed kids, you're racist. It's it's unreal. Only a racist would want to deny black kids their grape soda. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome world. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it, it's, it, it, would, it, it would make more sense to accuse Coke of participating in Margaret Sanger-style eugenics than it would to call someone opposing that racist right right mm -hmm. right logically it's easier to make the leap dude how, think of a faster way to fuck someone up than giving them a lifetime free supply of coca-cola right wow wow damn wow sponsored it, by the u.s government yeah and guess who's stoked about that the medical industry you know there were new client they just got a new client there were there were uh people fringe of the black community that were sure that the uh, crack epidemic was the CIA trying to kill blacks. Right. And I was like, well, if the CIA wanted to do that, that would be one good way to do it. I think China heard that enough times they got big ideas with the fentanyl. Well, that one, that one's working. That one's working. By the way, anyone who yeah. keeps using the word genocide about Gaza it's nothing compared to what's happening with fentanyl in this country. Uh, uh, Chris Beasterfield, uh, she fisted us. Meaning <laughs> what Jillian did to us, CrossFitters. <laughs> she fisted us. Hey, 
She had a lot of CrossFit hate, but I got to tell you, I showed up with Bob Harper. Book signing of hers or his, I went to both, just being a nice guy. And uh, she couldn't have been more gracious. I don't know what the value of that is, but whatever hostility she has, it was uh, it was part of the programmed message. I mean... She and Bob walked a fine line on that show. There was a, there, it was kind of like being in Menudo, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to, you're not going to get away with too much. Uh, she Sean, must, let, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. She must be on the outs already. Oh, you mean to do that, to say that? Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, she's yeah. interviewing people like, uh, uh, Gad Saad and, uh, yeah, she's been, She's been dipping her toe in. Yeah, and I always thought the stuff that she would hate on CrossFit was just a strategy to keep her relevant. And it worked really well. As CrossFitters, we bite every time. You know, you get some big celebrity, and if you're starting to slip, especially in the fitness and industry space, and you start to slip away to irrelevance, just attack CrossFit, and everybody will level you right back up to the top because they're just going right. to come after you, right? So I remember my response at some point was, oh, my God, I remember her. You know, <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. That's it. She cycled back to the top of everybody's inbox. Yeah. Something happened to her. She kind of like woke up or something. Oh, is she? I didn't know this. She's married to a woman. I didn't know she was. She's yep. gay. I didn't know. Oh, that really? at all. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. I did. Does she she has kids? She has kids though, right? I have no idea. First comment was who's the husband? <laughs> hey, she was she was on that show with Bob, right? And she she was obese one time herself. Is that the deal? Oh, I don't I don't know her history that way in that sense. Okay. Yeah, here's a picture of her with Megan Kelly. So so interesting. So she's sitting on the on the canceled side of things. I guess so, or she wants to be at least. Now she does. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out what uh what inspired that or set her free or pushed her over the edge. You gotta have her on. All right. And and she's she's it's kind of interesting the people she's had Gad Sod on, she had Lane Norton on. And she had um, uh, Peter Atia on, and so she's kind of making her rounds now. Mm. Do you know this name, Greg? Doctor Casey Means. I don't recognize this person. Yeah, I have heard that name. Okay. She's the good-looking uh, gal that dropped out of a surgical residency from Stanford. Is that right? Uh, I'll show you a picture she's of her. Redhead. She's normal-looking. Where'd she go to school? Metabolic disease specialist? I don't see. Yep, I think that's the gal. I always still think it's crazy that people are able to post that and not just have all their accounts throttled. Maybe she did. Anything contrary to the mainstream media's viewpoint on health. 
I feel like some people never get throttled and they say the craziest shit. Like I feel like Charlie Kirk just to, just gets to go buck wild. How, yeah, I wonder if there's a a breaking point where you have enough following outside of it where it doesn't it can't really stop you, like the Andrew Tate effect or something. I always thought that the the lack of criticisms of Oopy Ravenskov was was amazing, but it, but what you got in in lieu of that vitriol was he just remained unknown and i think some people the best way to challenge them is don't say anything about what they're doing that's as good as you're going to get you take them on directly and you're going to fall flat Uh, Sean, you had asked, um, oh yeah, you were so close to knowing about Greg's tea. Uh, I've, uh, I've never seen Greg. I'm trying to think of besides maybe a margarita I've never seen. And it's very rare. He does have a margarita. I don't know if I've ever seen Greg. The only sugar I've ever seen him eat is like ice cream or cake or something like that. He doesn't, if I've, I've never seen him drink a, a Coke, maybe a diet Coke. I never seen him drink any, he doesn't drink foofy drinks. I can be a fool for uh, for a chocolate shake. Oh, yeah. I've seen you drink a chocolate shake. I will say this. I ordered one of those. He orders his tea. He used to order his tea. He doesn't go there anymore. He orders his tea from Starbucks. He used to as um, no water unsweetened. And I did that one time. And it's such a powerful dose of caffeine that um, about one-third through it, I was going to vomit. My mouth started watering. I go, hey, dude, what's going on? He goes, oh, yeah, you got to – can't just jump up to this. <laughs> Wait, how do you order it? No, No water? I don't know what. Yeah, no, no, water. no added water. They dilute it and add sugar. Oh, so I, just, I didn't know that. Just pour your concentrate on the on the ice cubes, dude. It's like putting in a chew of fucking a tea leaves. It's um, so. It, it's like not bitter. I don't know what, what taste is that. What taste would you say that is? Black tea. I, it's not. It's it's nothing I really enjoy. <laughs> Man, it's potent as shit. The caffeine. Yeah, you don't do coffee either. I don't. I don't think I've no. ever seen you drink a cup of coffee. No. I'm definitely trying the tea concentrate thing. I could use that. It's more. Um, it's more of a mental high. I feel like than a physical high. I feel like caffeine's more of a physical high, and um, tea's more of a mental high. I don't know if that's true. It's just... mm. Yeah, I'm super healthy except for all that kratom. <laughs> Didn't sit well with you. I was fasting every. I fasted basically every Sunday for three. Every, every I just fasted basically for thirty-two hours one day a week for basically three years, and then I stopped like two or three months ago. I keep telling myself I'm going to start doing it again. That's the only high I know that that heightens all senses. In typical of buzzes, there's some narrow facet of reality that's enhanced and the rest is blurred out. I used to say that like the weed high is like cutting a hole in a little piece of paper and then looking at shit through it. You know, you you what you get in the small picture, you pay for in losing the big picture. And there's always that trade-offs like that. But when you're not eating, it's it's not that way. Everything's better mm. until it isn't, right? <laughs> Sense of smell, vision, your hearing, enthusiasm. 
the weirdest part of publicly fasting is we, we did so many, uh, so much business over meals. And so you learn to, instead of having to explain the fasting, it said, I just came from a meal where I ate a lot. You can do that for a couple of days. Hey, that makes sense. Susie explained to me one time, one of the phenomenons of alcohol is whatever it does to the, is, is the frontal lobe, but basically makes it so you don't think about the consequences of decisions more than five minutes out. That's why you have like unprotected sex. That's why you drive when you're drunk. That's why. And I was like, wow, that explains so much, but you know what else that is? That's also the phenomenon of being like a male under 35, just in general. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Just you're, if someone asks a 10 year old, why are you throwing rocks at cars? You don't know. You're not like you're not like even trying to be bad. You're just throwing rocks at cars. What do you mean? It's, 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 it's inherently fun. Yeah. It's like, why are you breaking glass? Makes a lot of hey, noise. When, uh, when we donated the house that we bought to make room for the house we're building, um, Elliot suggested we give it to the SWAT team to do their work there and they did it was it was exciting big day you remember we had the mariachis and we were around heavy no but i you talked me all about it. yeah and, yeah and i saw some video and every time something would blow up the mariachis would miss a beat like you bump the the record phone arm on the on the record player but uh at the end of the day the cops wrapped it up by bringing all the kids around and just let them go at Tom sink bathtub windows with hammers and goggles. You know, and it's just like, wow. I mean, that's some base level shit. Yeah, yeah. Just a hammer and a, and a porcelain tub. Yeah, yeah. Go into the bathroom with a sledge and enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. You charge money for that. I think yeah. there are things like that. Yeah, yeah, there is. They're like break rooms or something like that. And you just go yeah. in there and just destroy shit. That's how, uh, <laughs> that's what rock and roll used to do to hotels. Maggie and I in uh, Italy, in Rome, had been promised adjoining rooms and they were adjacent and not adjoining. And I told Maggie, don't quit, quit arguing. I'll adjoin them. I've seen this <laughs> done before. But Keith Moon of the Who, I think it was, did that once, made adjoining rooms that weren't. Yeah, that weren't they notorious? I think they yeah. were notorious for just tearing up hotel rooms, right? Throwing yeah, couches yeah. out of the windows and shit right. like that. Yeah. In the hotel, it's like, welcome back. You're now a platinum member. You know, here's the bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's for sale, even the walls. Yep. That's right. Empty the mini bar and throw the refrigerator through the window. It's like you just had a bigger bill. This is like, <laughs> this is like the insurance company and sick people. They love them. They're not trying to get anyone well. No. You'll pay. Get that tab high. Yep. Uh, the founder of the Heat One app, Tyler Watkins. Uh, that's not why I have unprotected sex. All right, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Oh, my goodness. What is Jason? What do you, what do you found? Uh, the heat one app it's a uh, it's a fan he comes he comes on the um he comes on the podcast quite a bit and he has a app where you can plug in the athletes for events so if, if you're watching rogue this week you can play a fantasy game by picking in the athletes which one wins which event and then at the end and you can you can make you know like me you and Susan can make our own team or you could play with the whole world or it's cool. It's for someone like me who's absolutely has no interest in fantasy football. This one's actually pretty cool. It's simple. Yeah, 
you just basically plug plug and play. Yeah. Pressure people, put them in line. You could see what other people are, uh, how they're playing people and stuff. Fan fantasy for CrossFit. It's so much better than like the, what I imagine fantasy football to be. Fantasy football seems so confusing. Yeah. I was so happy when uh, Tyson was on the show and he said he hates fantasy sports. I was like, yeah, me too. Except for Heat 1. Yeah, ask Kramer about that. He's he's good at it and he makes money. Yeah, he does, right? Yeah, he both his poker and his fantasy football um would keep him above poverty line. Isn't fantasy football a a, a larger the yes a, larger than the whole NFL ecosystem? Yep. Yeah, so I mean I fuck whatever I say. <laughs> yeah, the NFL thought it was a part of it, and I guess the Supreme Court ruled otherwise. Oh, the NFL wanted to get rid of it. it was, they wanted to they, own it. They, this is ours. They're making yeah. money off of our intellectual property. And the courts rule that's actually not what's happening here. That isn't the structure. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean Lenderman, I love having Sundays ruined by fantasy football every week for years on end. Oh, meaning it's like addicting? Yeah, I don't get that either. I watched on the, uh, I, you know, I'm not interested in football fantasy or otherwise. Um, but, uh, when Kramer was around working for us, he would come by on Sundays and set up his laptop and you'd see a guy break a tackle and be running open field down with the ball. And then the little slider of his yards for the year was, was adjusted. So there's an army of people in real time watching every game. And as the guy's running, it, it's going down. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine that the record keeping and the coverage at the fantasy level dwarfs anything that football NFL could even have dreamed of. Oh yeah. It's insane. The data they're collecting. Yeah, just the their presentation. The mm -hmm. the fantasy presentation was better than the 85 inch HD TV presentation of the real thing. Sean Lenderman, it's very addicting. We do a weekly high score winner every everyone sends five dollars to three weeks in a row, my buddy's wife who just had to fill a team spot this year as one. She's clueless. That's a, that always happens in fantasy stuff. When I played, when I bartended, just to, just to keep an eye on it and have conversation with a lot of the regulars that came in, I had no idea what the hell I was doing, and I ended up getting, like, second in the thing, just picking random players. Yeah, all of a sudden you give a shit about stuff you would never give a shit about because there's a dollar amount attached to it. Why oh, yeah, you're, you're in every play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is probably why those direct TV where you can watch, you know, all the games at once kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because John was doing that, splitting the screen 15 times, you know? <laughs> got every game that's playing. Well, got to watch them all. In real time. <laughs> I, I, I wonder what the viewership difference is. I wonder what the biggest night of football is. But this game that Tyson's going to play in Sunday is supposed to have significantly larger views because it will be the only game playing in the country at that time. Well, I can tell you the largest football game. Sunday night football versus Monday night football. It's the, it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> so Sunday night football. Sunday night football versus Monday night football views. Let me see. Uh, is Sunday night football more popular than Monday night football? That's been the case for what feels like decades now. Sunday night has played second fiddle to Sunday night since the early 2000s. But Sunday night has played second fiddle to Monday night? No. Uh, uh, Monday Night Football has played second fiddle to Sunday night Sunday since night. the okay. early 2000s. So yep. I guess Sunday is the big night. 
Um, yeah, it seemed to me when I was a kid, there was a more general interest in Monday Night Football. That's it, what it I thought, It was something too. that you yeah. would watch even if you had no interest in football. Yeah, right, yeah. But, you know, they had people like like Phyllis George, and they, they seemed to be experimenting with the with the announcers and format, and you had the pretty girls down on the field interviewing players. And didn't that all have Monday Night Origins? I, thought so. I don't remember any girls being on the field. Caller, hi. Oh, you put your car in park. That's safe. Go ahead. Oh, we don't even have the number up. This is a. This must be. A no, race. sorry. Oh. No, no, it's good. I'm glad. Uh, safety first. Yes, please don't drive. Thank you. Uh, I was just calling because uh, I was kind of talking with you and everyone in the chat the other day about making the barrier to entry for affiliates and coaches oh, a little oh. bit higher. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Go on. And. Uh, you got the expert I mean, I'm on sure now. Greg Perfect has, like, time to call back. You got the expert yeah. Good job calling back. Good job. Exactly. I think uh, Greg can probably unfuck me here because I haven't really understood the arguments from anyone else. Um, but I just know you always talk about how, like, you know, colleges are, like, lowering the grading standards for, like, you know, black kids and stuff so they have a better diversity rate. To me, that's the same thing as, like, keeping it so easy and just saying, oh, the cream will rise to the top or stuff like that, like. I feel like just making it harder just makes the quality better and forces people to be better. And specifically, even if were, it's not like too much harder. Let me get Greg up to speed here. Specifically, you were like, "Hey, why not have to take the L one and then maybe some sort of six month internship?" Or you were talking about some maybe six month program. Is that right? Uh, I think someone someone did say that. Okay. I don't know about that entirely, okay. but even just making the level one a little bit. You know the tests were a little bit harder maybe like have to be a level two to own an affiliate and every coach has to be a level one like just maybe even just making the weekend course harder so you have to actually like study for it where i feel like a lot of people just go into it and pass and probably didn't study and don't really know too much of the material and then think that they're worthy of like portraying crossfit like someone one of my buddies has like his knees messed up. I'm like, dude, if you go to a CrossFit gym, like it's going to be perfect. But I'm also kind of scared that he's going to go into a gym with like lazy coaching because there's not too much of a high standard for people to coach at the billion. So you want to raise the criteria for coach. And you, before Greg answers this, I will say this, Greg's opinion on things has changed over the years, like around kipping pull-ups and pull-ups. And so uh, maybe we'll, let's, I'm curious what he thinks. Greg, what do you think? Uh, let, let, let me start with the pull-ups. I, I don't have a problem with the kipping pull-up. What I have a problem with is someone who can't do a pull-up thinking that salvation comes through kipping pull-ups. And the, and the truth of it is, is that somewhere around pull-up 60 to 75, the kip spontaneously appears to reduce the hang time. That that's really what's limiting. It's, a, it's time on the bar. That, you know, the, the fuse has been lit. And so if, you, if you, there's the only way to do 120 pull-ups is to do them quickly. And, and the kip and the butterfly manifest out of that. I understand the desire, and it's, it seems perfectly rational that you'd have a better outcome with a higher standard. But, you know, we've had in our community, um, when, the, when the NCAA partnered with uh, – the NSCA and Gatorade and ESPN to run shows shitty on CrossFit 24 hours before the game launch. I couldn't figure out why it was that, that the NC2A would have a problem with CrossFit. And then I went through my list of, uh, of guys like Westerlin 
um, and I mentioned Joe specifically, but guys that had been um, strength and conditioning coaches or head strength and conditioning coaches at, at D1 schools, and there, there are eight, nine, ten of them. That, Stephon, that were, Josh Everett. Go through, go through the list of names, if you will. But they had reached the pinnacle, damn near, of, of uh, strength and conditioning at the, uh, at the university level. And yet, um, uh, there are names in the, in the community that had a much greater impact were frankly significantly better trainers um, and trained more people than did, did those folks. Joe's kind of the standout for me in that I think his, his training is, is, uh, is extraordinary. Um, but uh, the people with the best athletic experience and the best credentials haven't made it in my radar as the best trainers. What do you think about increasing the um, requirements to open an, uh, an affiliate? I, I, I'm so removed from giving a fuck that I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, but, but well, okay. Let's say you did give a fuck. Your argument did used to be though about um, free markets and capitalism and let the cream rise to the top. Right. You know, I, Mark Twight was making people wait on the front porch was his line and he was going to take, good athletes and build the fittest people on earth through his preconceived standards. And I thought that the way to make a lot of gymnasts or great soccer players was to broaden the pool of participants as wide as you could. And so in a country where everyone in high school lifts weights, um, you're going to have, you're going to have Olympians. And when every little kid in the village is kicking a soccer ball around, you're going to make Tessies and that kind of stuff and not until. And so I was, I was going at a little bit different approach, perhaps well aware of the fact that, you know, we've had the specific instance of a guy. There was a dude that we talked to for years and I think he was in the Flagstaff area. Or maybe I was driving through Flagstaff and I talked to him. I think you were around for some of this. But the guy's story was is that his business was suffering and his business was suffering because um, people were hurting uh, people, people that didn't have his mad skill set were hurting people and it was giving CrossFit a bad reputation. And so I dig in like, well, who is this? And he gives me a name of someone. I go onto the website and the guy's got a dozen trainers and 700 members and it's busy as hell. And you look at my experts page and he's he's the world's best trainer but he has no clients he's sitting there by himself with his superior training capacity and i just know better than some guys hugely popular because he's fucking people up left and right and high note it just doesn't doesn't work that way you know the secret to chick-fil-a isn't food poisoning <laughs> that's right hey caller um uh, I was I was thinking about starting an affiliate program and you would still have to go take your L1 to become an affiliate. I don't have a name for the affiliate program yet, but maybe I'll add to it. You have to work at a CrossFit gym for six months. <laughs> and then, but the only difference between this affiliate program and the CrossFit affiliate system is um, you would get um, media with this one. 
And uh, and then the other thing, don't tell Greg this. I'll give you a special call-in number so when Greg's on the show, you can call in and get in and ask him questions. He won't be affiliated. With, just get free shit from Greg, more free shit from Greg. But uh, I, if I, I, could, I, if I, I'm I not joking, it. actually. I'm not joking. If I could add a filter, I would, if I were crazy enough to want an affiliate program, yeah, um, I would require uh, some uh, – I would I – would, imbue the level one with a significant dose of, of modern science. Mm-hmm. I like and that. I, w- I would want people able to differentiate between um, consensus and, and mildly uh, inductive uh, inference testing versus the uh, prediction of physical events as, uh, as uh, uh, Jane's called it, or, or uh, prediction of observables as uh, Riggs called it or projection of a, a measurement, as my father called it, all the same thing. But I would, I would like to, to orient people's thinking towards that before they sit and listen to too many people talk about uh, hydroxybutyrate and absorption levels of, you know, just. Caller, I'm sorry. I think you called a few years too late. I apologize because uh, um, he, he crossed over the I don't give a fuck line. <laughs> hey, one thing that I would like to ask. I'm sympathetic, though. I mean, I under yeah. I, He's not crazy. Yeah. It's not crazy. Right. right. I agree. It's not crazy for sure. You know, there was a point where we were going to we would hooked up with the, the guys from. Uh, what was it? The big tech outfit in San Diego. The CAA, C, whatever. But these these crossfitting mathematicians that had every kind of security clearance you could have. We're going to help us uh, rank order affiliates to give them some metrics. And it was in, it was a moment when I was trying to explain my concerns about this with Nicole. And like, how do you compare a guy with, with uh, five members with cardiovascular disease versus someone with 400 that's, you know, I mean, you just, it, it comes down to some kind of value thing at, at the end, and it's it doesn't metric out some piece. You know, the if the affiliate criteria for acceptance became a uh, a uh, and, and I'm sure they're not doing it now, so I'll just give it away. But this used to be the the only secret at CrossFit, and that was that we wanted you to write a letter as to why you wanted to be affiliated. And what we did is all of your experience in the fitness space or in the performance or sport place was neutral. And all of your business acumen, if put into the essay, was a negative. And all you're wanting to help people was a positive. And there was a point where we had 15,000 essays and most had included two two of of the three fields. So we had a very typical essay that I have an MBA and have launched a bunch of businesses. I know everything in the world about business. And I also have a silver medal and a bronze and a gold and, you know, just, and it's like a no go, you're out. Don't want you. Mm-hmm. And there was someone out there. And then another type would be like, this has been so incredible for me. I just want to bring this to other people. Like what has happened to my mom and my dad, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And having never accomplished anything and no business acumen, there's a good affiliate. What we never saw in 15,000, I never had one person say, uh, I have an MBA, 
I'm Joe business and I really want to help people. Not fucking one of those. Hmm. And that would have been a negative and a positive. And so they're really easy. You got where you can read them at the speed of light. I'm looking for some indication of you wanting to make a positive difference in someone's life. That's all we need here. And the other, and your background in in sports and performance, zero. Don't really care. Good for you. That's nice. Trophies look really good on a shelf. Um, and your business acumen, now the alarms are going off. Mm-hmm. I can tell someone we converted from 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 being on that one side to the other. But what happened was that I we had rejected a guy um, for affiliation and he was traveling. He was a fireman who on his off days was visiting firehouses, teaching people to CrossFit because two guys had, had lost their lives from his station um, due to their physical capacity. They found him, they found him dead most of the way to the exit one had had a heart attack, the other had run out of air and the smoke got. But they were known to not be fit. And he was just trying to just trying to prevent that. And he's why can't I be an affiliate? And I was like, man, wait, our system's fucked up here. We can't ask the right questions. But if we let them talk, you'd see it. That was probably the best business decision I've I've ever made. The the not, the, not letting someone have two boxes. Mm-hmm. The you're talking about the decision being the criteria for which you accepted people based on their essay. Yes. Yeah. And so easy to read. I mean, it was just you could you could read it quick more quickly than you could check for spelling. (laughs) Oh, here's a paragraph on my background, my background, my background. Nothing about helping anyone. Fuck you. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Yeah. I want to help people. Good, good. Oh, you, and you got a gold medal. Wow. Uh, Philip Kelly, don't worry. CrossFit's raising the affiliate fees to the barrier of entry is increased for those of you cucks requesting it to be more difficult to open an affiliate. <laughs> uh, Sleeky, uh, but they've pushed back, uh, pushed it back. The raising of fees to Jan one. What month is it? What are, are we in November yet? October. October. Uh, push it to Jan one. Uh, Philip Kelly saving a little face from their Israeli post for a few more months. I've got a question: Is the is the planned raise going to be uh, uh, for new affiliates? Because I never raised anyone's fees ever. We went from five hundred to a thousand to two thousand to three thousand, and there's still people around paying the five. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, uh, caller, thank you. By the way, I, I see you're still on. You good? You muted us. I understand. Yeah, that was. Held in there for a long time. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> uh Sleeky, uh, you're right, Mr. Glassman. They do not they do they do not do things like that anymore. They literally accept anyone who will pay them. Oh, okay. I think they have a fiduciary obligation to uh exactly that. Oh, Travis <laughs> Asian. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Tell to call it. That's yeah. cool. Want me to call I'll, I'll send call them the number. Okay. okay. Let me see. Um Hey, why quickly while they're getting that set? I I don't think that they should raise the barrier to entry either. I think that the free market is the the ultimate decider of all things. And that if you open up a gym or if you're a trainer who is really passionate about helping people, you got you got your L1 and you have zero dollars, you could go to a park, put up a sign right there and say, Hey, I'm training people for free for CrossFit and build your clientele right out of a park. And that could eventually lead to becoming an awesome CrossFit gym later on. 
And those type of people would never actually have that opportunity if it wasn't for the lower barrier to entry. Now, if you're somebody that's showing up with a bunch of money, it, you still have to go to the free market. I personally know somebody that came in with a lot of capital, opened up a fancy gym, had all a bunch of fancy equipment and didn't make it past three years. Yeah, let, let, let's not talk about Lauren. Let's leave her out of this. <laughs> uh, she bought it. She bought an acre of a gym, took the local mixed martial arts program, and and severed their relationship with the landlord and brought it in. Same with boxing. Same with the kitchen. She had everything on launch. Had it all. Everything. And uh, it's just now getting traction, absent her involvement by six, seven years. From, it truly was kid. one of them. Just a, oh, it was so nice. I mean, it came out. Rob designed yeah. their program, you know, their their strength program. They had all his shit in there. And Rogue played a big role. She she cookie-cuttered the perfect gym. But you remember, Sebi, when we were working with Microsoft, there was a point where I realized that the guys sitting across the table from us were finishing each other's sentences and communicating things with, with odd looks to one another. And I, and I came to learn that they have been working projects together for 30 something years. Right. And you can't just add people and flip a switch and go. And so I, and I explained it to our crowd that if I took all of the CVs of the Microsoft crew and their building and, the, and all the accoutrement of business, they got all the servers and everything, the whiteboards in the offices, that whole traditional well-known Microsoft setup and flip the switch, you'd have nothing that the, essence of what is Microsoft is how many of those people have worked together and how many projects. And so there's an institutional knowledge and capacity for efficient, effective communication. Mm -hmm. We weren't able to, we weren't able to keep up with their thinking because they were having a private conversation with eyebrows and yes, you know, that we just, we just didn't have quite. Wow. Uh, Ryan, uh, so people actually thought that putting their degree in their affiliate application was a positive, like CrossFit yes. could give a fuck. Yeah. 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 That in their, that in their trophy case. Uh, Keith Knapp, uh, the essay is still part of the application. I do believe Keith is the uh, director of marketing over at CrossFit. Uh, Sleeky, yes, uh, Keith, but you guys like all the NBA crap they put in now. That I think that um, anyone who, it, I think that the, the documentaries that I have filmed in a hundred different countries and the hundred level ones I've been to just those two things alone make me uh, more eminently more capable than anyone who went to Stanford or Harvard to yeah. do any, to do any job at CrossFit Inc. I just, I'll put that on the line. I'm not hey. even saying that in the slightest to be arrogant, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. The standards and values by which I ran the company Values. If they were if they were adopted by the current management, they would be it would be an ethical, moral, and legal lapse. Right. You're there. You're there with a fiduciary obligation that yeah. is legal, at least civilly, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and yeah. considered ethical. Look up fiduciary obligation. It's 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 ruinous to to think that that's that. There's some value system outside of bottom line for the shareholders that fucking matters at all. And so if you start trying to make the world a better place, um, you're, you're, going to, you're going to lose your job and never have another one like it again. No one hires anyone to make the world a better place. Um, I did, but that's, that's not happening now. And so what they, they, there's no way to see 
the affiliates, nine, 10,000, whatever there are now, there's no way to see them in the MBA world, which is the world they're clearly in, the VC world, investor world, as anything other than points of presence, points of sale, tools for your for your bottom line. And raising the raising the uh, uh, affiliate fees and uh, uh, wanting to see uh, CrossFit aid in a can and coolers and the selling of shoes in the box and the CrossFit jump rope, all that shit, all that shit is inevitable. I, just, I told you the other day, Bill needs to get a training program before CrossFit comes up with an equipment line. Mm. Wow. The, and and the, the, the strategy for the equipment line, it wouldn't take too much of a VC with even half a brain working to realize the way to do it is to make, make Bill do it to himself. So what you do is, hey, if you're going to be an affiliate, you have to use Rogue slash CrossFit gear. Mm-hmm. And now Bill's changing his labeling and sending his shit out. And he, he's also about to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I promise you there are people in the VC world, you couldn't look at CrossFit and not have aspirations for the entire ecosystem from rogue to beyond the whiteboard. I'd also like to use the, the the Tyson Bajan piece as a thing. There's this thought that like they they very few. It's the minority think that for some reason it was the perfect time to do the Tyson Bajan piece because he started for CrossFit because he made it into CrossFit. Basically, imagine how much deeper the connection would be and how much more value would have been if they would have done this story when he was in junior high and in high school and in college, and then he made it to the pros. The deeper connection it would have. Uh, with CrossFit. Now everyone sees it for just what it is. It's great that they did it. It's cool. But we were, we were, we never were ambulance chasers in the media department when we were there. Matter of fact, Greg gave two fucks if someone famous did CrossFit. It, it interested him zero. And uh, you're, you're just as likely to get um, uh, long term value out of a piece showing a kid who's successful doing CrossFit junior high than you are at someone who's doing it in the NFL. And so, it's it's a shame it's a shame that they waited. That's the NBA. That's the NBA approach. Wait till he's in the Super Bowl and then and then show it. And at that point, it, it lost any deep, yeah. deep connection. They were bragging. There, there was people over there bragging that oh we we released the video just in time. It's like no, nah, dude, you're two years late. I'm remembering it. Was there, is there a Jennifer Beal? Is that a person? It sounds Beale. like some sort of star. Jennifer Beal. Jennifer, let me see. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully, I got the name wrong. But yes, someone at, Jennifer some Beal. Media, some media came out that she was crossfitting, and I, I couldn't like she's got a great ass. You know, I'm good. Like I'd never heard of the, the creature, <laughs> and so I wasn't. There was Harrison. Remember when Harrison Ford was working out at Brick and Ali McBeal and P Diddy was doing it, and there was just everyone and their mom was doing it. That pop media piece that Jay Vare put together that's on YouTube was great. You remember that? Yeah, I do. I would I would pull it up and play it, but uh, uh, CrossFit would fucking go after me. Give me they give me a ding anytime I show more than seven seconds of their shit, which is crazy. Dingers. Yeah. I don't know if they uh, own that piece. 
Uh, Bryson, Bryson Del Monte, uh, cream will rise to the top, but I'd be scared to send my mom to CrossFit that I've never been to. It's even bound to fail because of bad coaching. That's how, that's now what she thinks CF is, even if it fails later. I'm not sure what you understand, but I understand that. But my mom's been to like six different CrossFit gyms, uh, it, Hollis Malloy's, uh, um, Annie, uh, Sakamoto's, uh, CrossFit Aptos, CrossFit 707, CrossFit, uh, I think Benicia, they were all good. Dude, if you're if you're afraid to send your good. mom to a CrossFit gym without without calling and vetting them first, how do you feel about doctors? G- a good fucking point. I'd be far more terrified without vetting first my my general physician and the advice that they're going to give than I am about walking into the CrossFit gym. Fucking no argument there. No argument there. My mom's been to seven. I didn't vet any of them. They were all amazing. Changed my mom's life. Got her first pull up at sixty nine. Go in, shop around. Usually in every yeah. town of yeah. any decent size, there's going to be two or three. Take a class to all of them. Go into it. Talk to the people. You could do a phone call real quick, and he could say, hey, what's the oldest member of your gym? How many people have lost 100 pounds or more at your gym? How long have you been affiliated? Do you guys have an on-ramp class? And with a few questions like that and how they answer the question, more importantly than their answer, will tell you everything you need to know about that gym without really having to step foot into it. Dude, that's a great piece. How to vet a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Why are we in Dallas for my 10-year-old to have oral surgery? Because the surgeon, the physician surgeon, and the anesthesiologist are uh, in in no small part. They're both being CrossFitters. Yep, because they're going to be the best at what they do. Fuck it. I'm going to call. I'm going to call. Jessica Beal. Jessica Beal with the bar. Jessica Beal. I'm going to call uh, Travis if he's not going to uh, chime in here. I'm going to write all the names down of the um, eight celebrities that love CrossFit. Max Greenfield, Jessica Beal. I'm talking about. What's that? Do you know the pop media? Yep. Hello. Hey, we're live. Oh, okay, cool. So don't say nothing <laughs> terrible. Yeah, and, and Greg's here too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, don't say anything. Hey, buddy, how are you? All right. What's up, fellas? What's going hey, on? Coming to the game. Get my suite ready, T. <laughs> oh, baby, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry, boy. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, well, listen. Hey, should we get I that? Should I need we to get know that. Good? Yeah, brother, go ahead. I, I, it's up. You know what? I, it, I selfishly, you know what I want to do, right? Just like always, I want to help all my buddies that are less fortunate than me. Now, in life, normally I am at the low. I'm at the low on the totem pole, so <laughs> there ain't many people underneath me to help. But right <laughs> now, I am the fucking man. So. I would love, I've got, you know, I'm going to have 10 of my buddies around there and they're all going to be in those nosebleeds and everybody's, but if I was, could do whatever I wanted, then I would help some of them to come with us. So the more the merrier, however, the shit is crazy expensive. So the most important thing is that you guys are comfortable and then whatever seats you got left, I'll fill them in with the pecking order of the the buddies I have that are uh, closest to me and in attendance. Oh, so, so Travis doesn't matter to me if we get 
14 seats, 16 seats, or 20 seats. You guys figure out how many you're using. Let me know if there's any left over, and then I'll use them for my buddies. Travis, hey, why don't we get that bungalow uh, behind the end zone there, and then uh, you can I'll save your seats I'll, for yeah. – for, and, I'm, and I'm glad to hear that that's – you know, because I was willing to sit there – with your coal mining friends and scream for the kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and listen, if we set in that bungalow, I'm pretty sure Tyson will come over, jump inside there, and give us the ball. Oh shit. Hey, that's yeah, all of this. Yeah, I could be I could I that, I could definitely be eating my words if we get blown out or something. But for the most part, I think it's pretty safe to say that if he finds out I'm in that end zone. And uh, and listen, the whole world will know that we're in that end zone. Hey, Travis, so, we want to we want to be in there with you though, because like Greg and I have the same feeling. We kind of want to watch you ninety percent of the time watch the game. We I do don't want listen. You know, I'm not one to brag, Savon, but I would say that's a very intelligent thing to do. Yeah, is okay, to hang good. out with me. Yeah, when you get to that thing. Good. But <laughs> once again, I love you guys, and I'm gonna come. I got one guy that I can't leave because he's got me my VIP pimp tickets. So I can use his two tickets to give two of my buddies the tickets, and then I'll bring him with us. And uh, he's a great guy. And um, and then if we got any left over, we'll bring a couple other stragglers. But if not, I don't care. I love you guys, and um, you know I'm in. So let's I lock down that bungalow and Sevy get with Maggie and let's start our list of uh, 14 people and see if whatever else. And uh, also Travis too, wants to I'm gonna ask here. them. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell them that we got 15 people and just find out if. Uh, if it really is locked in at 14, because it looks like me, there's enough standing area for 16, 17 people. But I think just the rules are that it comes with that many tickets. So, um, but listen, I appreciate it. It's going to be the greatest. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. So I'm pumped. Um, Savon, as soon as you're done, you guys let me know and I'll, uh, we'll set up with the ticket guy and work it out. Awesome. You demand. All right. Thanks, Travis. Thanks for picking up. All right. You guys be good. Have a good show. See you, see you this weekend, buddy. Love you. Yes, sir. Thank you. See you, Susan. Right, be bro. good. Later, brother. All right, guys. Well, that was easy. Good. This works for him. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryson Del Monte. Hey, and um, Sarah's coming with her <laughs> with her with her uh, um, bodyguard and her husband. So that's cool too, right? Yes. We're gonna have a blast in there. Was that fourteen or twenty-two in that room? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yep. I wrote down. I got Sarah, Paul, Brian, Sevon, Travis, Travis's rich friend, Greg, <laughs> Maggie, Rhett, Mike, Elliot. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and then that allows three coal miners. Yep. But we still get Travis and his rich friend, and then three. Well, what it does is. Keeping us out of the section that he was allotted tickets for allows those coal miners to get down there and yell for the hometown boy. Yeah. He mm -hmm. said he got them tickets there so far away that the, the, the people look like ants on the field. We've been, we've done that. Yeah. Those were like $3,000 tickets when we sat next to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And we still couldn't see the field. <laughs> the following year, Dave and I were invited to ride with the owner of the team and his jet to the Super Bowl. We, Found something else to do. Those, <laughs> those were the VIP tickets Reebok gave you when we yeah. went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and they were yeah. still like trash tickets. There are a hundred thousand people in the stadium, even those up close watching the whole thing on the monitor. Everyone's uh, heads were up. <laughs> Heidi Kroom, Sevon, please bring me as part of your harem. 
Oh, okay, I'll make a list. I'll see what I can. All right. So now we have two extras. Adjacent, adjacent, <laughs> the adjacent booth. Uh, maybe I should even try to. Uh, if, if Rhett's coming, maybe I should try to figure oh. out a way to bring Avi down. Do it. So they can hang. All right, brother. Hey, thank you. That blew by. It Talking all sucks. It's hard to believe you can make a living doing this. 89 minutes. Dude, it's getting it's starting to become a good living. It's crazy. It's fantastic. You deserve yeah, th it. Thank you for your help. Um, I will give you a call. Today's a big day for you. Uh, good luck with everything. And I'll Tomorrow's give you the surgery, so today's Tomorrow, the day okay. off. Okay. Today we're going to find a Converse dealer and get some uh, red high-top Converses for a 10-year-old. Oh, yeah, she's been talking about them. She was telling me she really wants a pair of Converse. That's awesome. Yeah. Red or black. There's nothing, there's nothing I can say about Nike or the burn they give you on your feet or lack of whatever. I'd have her in uh, in the Victos. What's that yeah. model we like? Core, the, the core, the core one. Light, easy. They grabbed onto the Nano 2.0, refined it, and let the world roll by into Nanos 3, 4, 5, 6. I think that's the best shoe in the world. Hey, I just, born did, I just did a commercial, huh? Yeah. Hey, born. I pay for every fucking shoe, by the way. Yeah, that's true. And mine, too. Thank you. Born Primitive has a shoe that's almost identical to the um core one but the sole is so thin it's almost maybe even too thin i'd wonder what you think about it like you can feel everything underneath your feet but it's an amazing shoe it's the exact same as the nano 2 and the core one born, i like to try born primitive all right brother uh thank you very much no thank you sebi thank you matthew bye greg thank you so much and, uh, you ought to you ought to consider coming out. Why don't we bring Matt out? Oh, we him? need him. We need him uh, at the studio Sunday because I'm leaving. Sorry. We have five shows on Sunday, and he's doing them. Yeah, I know. I'm wow. so fun. It's all please, good. Can you re, uh, right. um, renege your uh, invitation to him, please? Hey, thank, you, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you for thinking of me. It's going to Sleeky and uh... <laughs> right, right, right. Sleeky will be there. Yeah. The harm. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, love you, Greg. Bye. Bye. Greg. Love you, Greg. That's cool of him to invite me like that. No, I was afraid he's going to do that. Uh, Eden no. Beaver for Sousa to hut uh, NFL Sunday ticket. No, Take, not taking Sousa. that four ninety nine. There'll be no show on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he needs. Uh... I'll be at the game, y'all. <laughs> Dude, the schedule is crazy for the Invitational. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun though crazy 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 is it weird that i'm like feeling like even though i know it's going to be a lot of work i'm just happy i get to be, do it from my house no that's awesome it's, it's so nice like traveling and then having to be on my feet and shit like that it's Thank so you nice for the uh hut to nfl sunday ticket it's so nice uh maybe i should call um should i call sarah real quick yeah can i tell her you real quick sorry yeah 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 go ahead i'll be right back okay Maybe I'll call Sarah real quick and just tell her. Um, uh, so she, because she might buy a booth too, and then we'd have too many. Let's see if she picks up. I'm gonna. I'm flying into LAX, and I'm gonna get picked up and just shuttled straight to the uh, players' hotel. I got a room at the players' hotel. Oh, I forgot to tell Greg that I got him a room there too. And then from there, 
I'm going to go to the game, come back to the hotel, and then I'll fly right back home. Heidi, let Susie go. Please leave your message. Damn. All right. No, Sarah. Uh, Cave Dasher, let John Young and Thumb run the show and let Susie go to the game. The thing is, that's actually not a bad idea. Um, it looks like John Young is going to be on the Barbell Spin show. What's up, dude? What's up? Yo. Yo. You didn't put Susie behind the curtain. Great. He let me out by request. Hey, right, only by request. I yeah, said yeah. what? I said, hey, I'm only doing it if Sousa can be on the show. That is, that's true. Yeah. You're a good dude like that. You know who? Um, Travis is a good. You talk to the small people. That's good. I always like that. For those of you who aren't keeping up with this, I we invited Rich on the show. He said only if Sousa is not in the back and he faces forward. Damn. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. Yes. People need to see. I'm liberated, baby. Here I am. Yeah. He's, freed, he's freed here by frowning freed by he's frowning. here he's Hashtag here freed by frowning yes hey where, where are you i've never seen you in this bar you where are you i'm in rory's office oh yeah normally uh, why aren't you in the truck what's up the truck in the shop or something oh the truck's over there i just figured hey you know i'd be civilized today and actually be in a room looks good are so. you standing no I'm, I'm on a a tall stool makes me look more powerful i think right yeah and he's got pumpkin plan in profit first i'm a huge mike mcconnell at uh, guy right behind you. Oh, look at that. Yeah, sure yeah both those books are... Rory's a, a learned, learned man, you know? Yeah. He likes to read those books. <laughs> What's up with the shirt, Rich? CrossFit Destin. CrossFit Destin is uh, a CrossFit affiliate, obviously, and then they use Mayhem uh, programming. I was down there last week on a little family relocation. Um, it's not vacation. Anybody who knows kids or has kids knows that you don't go on vacation when you have your kids. And so I dropped in, and this is the shirt I wore today. So great people, great community down there. Um, ton of fun. It was cool. I don't know if I've ever seen you wear a shirt that's not a Mayhem shirt. They, this is a Mayhem shirt. Because they're, they're a Mayhem, Mayhem affiliate. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. so. All right. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, really cool spot down there. Like I said, cool community. A lot of drop-ins. Um, met a bunch of people from Indiana, a couple from Tennessee, which was cool. And then they've got their, their locals. So it was fun. Uh, Cooters. Cooters. Hey, Rich. Adam here from the United Kingdom. Oh, what's up? And train with Rich 29. What's Rich 29? 29. Uh, that's those weekends that we do bring people in and just work out a ton. So it was a ton of fun. And that, you've done that 29 times? We've done it, I think, 30 times now. I think last one was 30. Damn. Uh, we are now a Mayhem affiliate and loving it. I love, love it. Awesome. Darren Darren does an incredible job with that. He, uh, he found his kind of – his – really his passion with that. And then we've got a great team kind of that helps out with a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, Christy and um, Kelsey. And so uh, Darren and, and they're doing a great job. Um, are you, you're going to rogue and you're doing, you're going to rogue. I'm going to rogue. Yes, sir. And, and tell me, what does that mean? Uh, Thursday night, I will be in a dunk tank. Um, Apparently there wasn't a lot of volunteers for that. So I was like, yeah, why not? And then I think we're doing a, they're doing like a little carnival night with the legends, you know, cause we're just a sideshow, um, little, you know, here's about that. Why, why, why do they, do people actually care about that? Is oh, that, I is that just, no, yeah. 
Rich, you're one of those guys, and you know at halftime when they march out like all the old quarterbacks? <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck happened to Who? him? Wow, he looks yeah. terrible. Yeah, he, got into, bike, he got into bike riding. See, that's why it would be so much cooler if they would give us rings, because then we'd look important at least. You know, like, you can't wear medals out there, because then you just look like a douche. But with rings, you're like, you know, it would be cool. But, you know, whatever. You're kind of the exemption to that, and I'm not just saying it because you're on the show. You kind of bridge the gap between okay, this is a charity event for <laughs> for all the people that used to care about care about us. But you kind of you're bridging the gap, but I don't I'm know how relatively I'm... relevant, kind of like I'm like that. Like, ah, is he still kind of cool, or is he? No, is he? Did I completely forget about who that is? Yeah, I'm... you're getting ripped in half. There's that you're holding. You're like Superman holding two planets ah! together. No, I'm trying to bring I know I'm trying to bring them together. Yes. That's yes. what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to hold anybody apart. I'm okay. pretty de divisive, but Thursday dunk the old guy. Yeah, I get to throw I think uh something about a fast pitch, which I'm a middle infielder. I don't throw it hard, but it'll still be fun. I think you know my kids are coming, so I think they'll really enjoy that. Um just looking forward to talking trash to people while they try to throw a ball. So um yeah, that'll that's cool. Amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna make yeah, I want to see Kalipa try to throw a ball at the dunk tank. So, oh, dude! You're safe. Hey, shots, that, shots fired! Shots hey, fired! Hey, dude! I would rather buy a ball and watch Kalipa throw than, <laughs> than buy your own. I think it's free, but buy Kalipa a ball so he can throw. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you um, I'm, do you own a dunk tank? I'm surprised. I don't. We 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 did it at a charity at a Mayhem for Mustard Seed charity a couple years ago, but we do not own a, a dunk tank. Hey, that one's five grand. I bet your dad could build one at home oh, Depot for cheaper for 500 than that. Bucks. Heck yeah. yeah, you just take a trash can. I mean, you saw Hiller's like ice chiller video. He could make one too, right? Out of a trash can. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> trash can, some duct tape. You can make yep. it. Yep. There you go. You can duck it. Never mind. You know. <laughs> I would. Uh, Carolyn Moore, Sevon would hit first try. That's correct. Oh yeah, you that you do your frisbee. If it was a frisbee, yeah, right. No, no, I got I got mad ball skills too. Oh, don't get him talking on his softball. I didn't know right. you play with balls. I do always. <laughs> Only two at a time. <laughs> so okay, and then and then, fr and then Friday. Um, so you go home Thursday, back to your hotel, and then Friday. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're doing one event a day, and then I okay. think we're doing kind of like. Um, I mean, I know you probably don't watch much football. Uh, you do now. You're do now. you're a connoisseur now. Uh, but I think <laughs> we're gonna do something. You're an expert now, so I think we're gonna do something similar to the Manning Cast, uh, where we just kind of sit there and talk trash about what's going on. Um, I think like a couple shows. It's gonna be me and Bridge. You know, like they'll have alternate streaming you'll have the actual polished people know what they're talking about and then you'll have us just talking about how we used to be cool and um, what we would have done when this was a different movement or all that stuff so i think that'll be pretty fun i think i'm with bridges once or twice and khalifa once and so i'll just be making fun of khalifa for an hour or two i saw um i think i saw let me see uh could you pull up the Instagram for Rogue Imitation. I, I saw the the list of that. So is that going? Do, first of all, did you release that before that was supposed to be released? We found out about that on the uh, Mayhem podcast, the Rich Froning podcast. At the end, you revealed it, but were you, did you get in trouble for that? Like you revealed it too soon before it was supposed to be revealed? I don't know that I revealed anything. So <laughs> maybe at Scott the end did, of one of your shows, you're to. like. At the end of one of the shows, you were just like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to Rogue, and I'm going to be on some sort of, like, podcast or something. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, so you didn't get in trouble. I didn't get in trouble. Scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. Scroll down. You don't even know the clues. You're um, keep. I wasn't uh, told that I wasn't supposed to, so. There it is. VIP Legends Happy Hour Experience. Are those all the people? 
Who will be on it? No. Can't really see it. it no, says, I think uh, oh, that's the people that are gonna be at the at the carnival type thing events. Okay, that's not the list of people who will be doing the show. And are you only on when the show's live or will you be on when the show's like when there's no events going, will you guys still be running that podcast? Am I, I gonna be competing uh, with that thing? I don't think so. I think we're just like during the stream, you know, like if you were to watch well t- t- uh you haven't watched Monday Night Football probably ever, but there's no, like simulcasts going on. You know, there's a regular one now, and then you'll have like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning talking about or talking to just, you know, guys that used to play or other kind of celebrities. And mm-hmm. um, so I think it'll be a, a simulcast uh, to the actual broadcast. Okay. But that was my understanding, and I could be completely wrong. So nobody actually listened to what I have to say. Maybe and, go and- to Rogue Fitness, uh, Rogue Invitational for your actual official. Um, stuff and 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 then it's it's a huge list of people it's like 20 people yeah there's there's a bunch of people so it'll be cool i mean it's it's always a ton of fun to get um with the guys and girls that i used to compete with when i you know like you said i kind of am a a weird we I'm, i'm different in the fact that like i competed with all those guys but i've competed with you know some of the newer or around maybe not even with but around some of the newer athletes and i'm still pretty involved and work out with everybody here and they'll be here. So, uh, yeah, I am, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm odd. Weird. Um, when, when I think about having you on the show, uh, on this show, I think of it as, um, you're, you're equally as an easy guest as you are a huge draw to the show. So you're so, you're so easy and you're a huge draw when you do, I'm, I'm softening you up. I'm tender. Soften it up. Come on. Really hard question. Me, when, put it in you, when you go somewhere like Rogue, I preface this with you have everything you need at home. You have your yep. family yep. and and you have a motorcycle and you have your family. <laughs> that I haven't and ridden I, in a long time, but yep. <laughs> collecting but dust. I, but I know you. You got you got your guns and your kids and you're pretty much happy and you got land and, and, and your dad can come over and I know you're happy with, with your family. Yep. What percentage of it is do you go to Rogue because um, for Bill and Katie, for um, uh, to to continue to get the Mayhem brand out there and share it, um, because you actually want to go. Like, does a, does a part does does any part of you want to go? Like, no part of me wants to go to this football game on Sunday. Now, it doesn't mean because I'm going to go to the, the NFL Heck football yeah. game on Sunday. Awesome. Uh, and I know I'm going to have fun. Right, right. But, but like, I do not want. I'm not even like want to go, even not even a little bit. Not if I little. If I can bring my kids and my wife, then I'm good. And uh, they're all coming. Uh, um, you know, like I 100%. You. I, I don't even want to do that. That's so brave <laughs> of you. I don't even want to do that. The more and more, you know, the older they get, I'm like the experiences okay. of those types of things. Like, you know, you can learn a little bit about going to Texas yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. doing these I, things. Yeah, and like as yeah. lame as that sounds, like yeah. they no, can get, you, you know, and, and to see some of that, you know, at, at some point. Um, nobody's going to want to invite me to any of that stuff. So they're not going to have those experiences. And so, you know, who knows, like they're, they just like going and doing, they would rather stay home a lot of the time. I bet, you know, they're feral. Um, and it would be way easier if it was just me and Hillary going. Um, but you know, I want to bring them and involve them and, and some of that stuff so they can just see it. And, you know, it is equal parts, all of that. Um, you know, Bill and Katie have always been incredible. You know, as lame as it sounds, they're more like family than it is business. Um, no, I you hear know, you. And at, at times, you, we do have to separate that, but it's just it's easy with them. 
Uh, Mayhem, yes. We're, we're going to do some activation in the kind of spectator area. So we're going to run a couple classes. So I'm going to drop in on some of those and help out with that. Josh will be running those. So I'll be there. And, uh, you know, it Who's is Josh? Malone. Josh Malone oh. that was wearing this too small of the shirt in the Phil oh. documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Josh is incredible. Wow. wow. But that's yeah. that's a running joke at Mayhem. He it go. is. So that was I wasn't like coming up with that. Oh shit. no, that wasn't like, no, was that like, wasn't original. No, it would be we, like if we someone said Seb, you have a big media. nose, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's real." Oh, original, original or rich, you're yeah, bald. Okay. Yeah, I know. Thank All you, right. thank you. So, <laughs> damn, um, I thought I was coming up with that shit. I nah, thought I was cutting nah, deep nah. into his. We uh, we that's a long running joke, long running joke. So, and but Josh is man, he's an incredible coach and incredible with that type of stuff. He's basically the you know at the campground ran those classes him tj and david lane were just out there grinding and kelsey and um man it was it was awesome and so it's uh and christy and so it's it'll be cool it'll be a similar type feel to that there josh was like give me as many classes as we can do and they're like how about two and he's like how about eight you know so it's it's cool <laughs> yeah that is cool that's that's god i'm so cliche as shit i think uh, i come up with the cleverest shit and i no 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 that's um, a that's a mayhem uh running joke um, hold on one second. I'm going to, uh, if you, if you don't mind. Uh oh, who are we calling? Call my wife real quick. Um, yeah, see if she can get Avi a, uh, a plane <laughs> ticket too on Sunday. Hello. Hi. Hi. Say, hi. say hi to Rich. Rich. How are you? Up? You doing good? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Just getting roasted. <laughs> oh no, ba babe. Will you? Not by Savon. I can't believe that. I know, right? Will you check my flights um, and see if um, uh, ask Avi if he wants to come with me? Because we are going to get that booth, and it sounds like Greg's going to bring Rhett. So maybe see if Avi wants to fly down there with me Sunday. Okay. After Kumon, I'll do all that. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. I can't imagine him saying no. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay, have a good show. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> He'll love is that. It, is it true that after Wait. your after your four victories, I probably asked you this before, but this never gets old. This question: Is it true never. after your four victories that your fifth that the, the year you you decided to re, uh, retire or go team that Bill and Katie Henniger offered? To build you a massive in in That's the ground, not in yeah a pool, a massive pool. He if tried he to entice me with that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. God, that yeah. makes me love Bill. No, Bill's a man. Bill and Katie are awesome. Oh, can you tell me how that goes? So you're just like outside, like cleaning your gun and your phone rings. <laughs> no, phone rings. You know, I I kind of told him that I was it was it was time. You know, it was, uh -huh. it was I was done and. You know, I like anything. You don't want to let it go. You know, I remember as a kid when I was a huge Detroit Lions fan. Uh, that's an NFL football team that's in the same division as the Bears. Um, and Barry Sanders was my childhood hero. And you know, when you when you don't want to let those things go, and and you know, I don't know. Probably there was a business angle to it too. But I, I just, you know, it's it's hard. And uh, at the time when I was a kid, when Barry retired, I was like, oh, what? Are you kidding me? You're at the you know kind of peak of your career and all that. And so. Um, years down the road, there's some perspective gained and you're like, all right, I get it. You know? So, um, yeah, but that, that happened. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, how did, how does he, how does he say it? 
Oh man, that was. Do you even remember? Like, were you in 10, 12 years ago? I don't even remember where we were at. And, you know, I was kind of talking about building a pool and I wanted to put a lap lane in and it's super expensive and still haven't done it. And uh, he was like, well, you know, I'll pay for that pool if you compete as an individual. So it was, you know, just everybody... off his tongue. Like, not, he probably, like, you know, you can tell when someone's smiling when they say yeah. something. Probably you yeah, can't yeah. even tell you smiling, right? No, nah, Bill, you know, you never know with Bill. Bill's yeah. just straightforward. You get what you see is what you get. There's no hidden meaning, no hidden agenda. There's no uh, there's no BS around it. You're like, all right, you know, we don't even negotiate a contract. He's like, here's what it is. I'm like, deal, sign. You know, like when he says that, d does like if your meter's on zero chance of going to the to the games again, does it pop up a little bit? Like, is it no, 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 no. There was oh, no, no no part of me wanted to do that. Oh, a little, yeah. little something. No, no. no I that was, battery's you know, dead. Nope. It was like, just, it was well. dead. Yeah, that battery, de dead horse at that point. You know, I just needed something new. So just maybe just some flattery. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, all right, I feel good. Yeah. Do you tell Do you tell uh, your wife, do you tell uh, Miss Hillary? Oh, yeah, she wouldn't care. She was like, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even like swimming. <laughs> We're good. No, no. I don't even like water. Nope. I don't want to get my hair wet. <laughs> what is the What is the delay? Especially now that you have kids, what is the delay on putting in a pool? It was it, would it be uh, crazy to pull, put up? Pull well, pool we've out looked there? in, we've looked into it, um, and actually had a couple quotes. And I just, I'm just, you know, I, I think we're leaning towards making it happen. I did want to have a lap lane in there, and then the more and more I look at it, I'm like, I go swim at Dad's pond, or I'm really, I'm not swimming as much as I used to anyway. So, you know, the I'm starting to weigh the pros and cons of like, hey, you know, when the kids get older, would I rather them go somewhere else to swim or would I rather have my kids at my house? So um, I think we're weighing on that and making sure that, you know, it just makes sense. But I think we're leaning towards and all the kids now can swim. You know, that was a part of it. Uh, you just don't want to have that liability in the background when Violet and Trice were kind of, you know, iffy on swimming. Now they're both pretty strong swimmers. So your tax guy must trip, right? Because everything you do is a fucking deduction. If yeah, I mean the training, yeah, everything we can do is we call Scott the write-off. It's uh Scott write off Vandersloot, you know. So as long as I have Scott tag along, I can be like, oh, we can write this whole thing off. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean, and it's not even a stretch. If you got no. a pool, it would be like an epic set. Yeah, yeah, we could just write it off. Lap lane. Uh three cannonballs per athlete per day in order to write this <laughs> off. <laughs> give me one give shot. me twenty yeah. one twenty-five yeah. meter lap. You're done. But Rich, it's cold. Today's not a swimming day. Too bad. Right Too bad. Off. I got to write off this month's chemicals. You know, this month's salt. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cave Dastro. Uh, this was the, maybe the business decision. Um, uh, Bill would have sold an additional one million in equipment from Rich competing. One million. One add a, million. Add a fucking <laughs> zero or two to that. Yeah. Um, so so you'll fly out there with are you flying out there to the, with your whole family to rogue yeah we fly out in the morning well midday ish they're gonna miss a little bit of school which the, my little two are excited about and lakeland's in a weird spot where she's like i don't want to miss school I'm like when my parents told me we would get to miss school i'm in i don't care what we're doing yeah, you put your hand on her forehead are you feeling yeah. okay i'm like hey <laughs> well it's so weird now like violet the other day we get a call from the school and they're like hey she's got a sore throat can you come pick her up did you ever <laughs> no ever no. Are you dead? No. All right, you you're going to school. You had to oh, I'm like, wait, what? You know, so it's crazy. Dude, I I'm the absolute worst that probably if the shit that I do with my kids when they're sick people, I mean, it's if my kids are like like they're like, "Hey, I'm I don't feel good." Okay, just don't tell anyone when we're at yeah. jiu-jitsu. 
<laughs> and it's just yeah, straight just, rolling. Just hide or it. the the instructor will be like, "Hey, I don't feel good." I'm like, "I I I don't care. Why would I give up two fucks yeah. about you feeling?" I'm gonna get good. sick anyway. You know, like yeah. one of the guys here was coming in. He's like, "Hey, I don't want to get too close. I'm sick." I'm like, "Bro, I'm about to be about around ten thousand people this weekend. I'm yeah. gonna get sick next week. It is what it is." You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so. do event do is is it like that? Like, if you go to an event, you pick something up? No, not usually. I just the next week I'm pretty run down. Um, I especially like being out in Idaho all week last week by ourselves and just out in peace and then coming to this is it'll be a little bit I'll just be emotionally just drained by the end of the weekend but it's part of it it's something something that I've grown into you know so more the 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 eye contact that you will give 5,000 people you you just have to be on and you have you want to make sure that you know you don't want to be um you don't want to it's not that you're putting on you know something that you're not but you have to be you at all times and almost be just, it's just going to be tough. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's, if, if you'd have told me 10, 12 years ago that, you know, I'd be doing that, I'd have told you you're crazy. And now it just, it's part of life. And so it's, I mean, and, and here's the deal is like, it could be way worse. Right. So, um, yeah. no one could want to see you. Exactly. That's why, and I, that's and I couldn't like- pay my bills and, you know, I could be struggling to, mm-hmm. you know, spend time with my kids, but no, I get to bring my kids. I get to hang out with them. Um, you know, the people that will come to come there essentially pay for me to do what I do. So why would I want not want to give back to that and and be a part of that? So it's a you know, it's a double edged. Like I said, there's no like, don't feel sorry because it is what it is. It's just by the end of next week, I'm not complaining. I will be exhausted. Just part yeah. of it. Do the and kids know it's work? When you no, go heck no. My kids don't even. My kids could care less. They're just like, oh yeah, whatever, Dad. You now. know, okay. Lakeland a couple years ago, she's like, Dad, are you famous? And I was like, I'm a little bit of like a web celebrity. So is what I always call it. <laughs> you know, like not real celebrity. If I go to yeah, certain places, yeah. I'm a celebrity. I but... was five years ago. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if my Google, uh, my what's the what was the thing? The Google, the Google my Google trend is is down. So you know, like Plainy. you know, I'm 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 a nobody now. I'm like a what an e list e list celebrity. But you can't explain <laughs> that to a kid. You know. Yeah. Maybe like Z, but still. What's interesting is so so yesterday I can't remember I came home from somewhere and my wife starts telling me a story about the kids playing tennis mm-hmm. and I want to listen but I just I just walk by her I walk in the house she starts telling the story I walk by her, I go to the bedroom I take a shit and I get on my phone then I come back out and I'm like hey were you telling me a story oh. you could do that I could get away with that with my wife but you can't get away with that at Rogue because. Your wife already knows you're a dipshit. She already knows. I can't that get away with that with my wife. No, you can't get that. Your wife, you can't just run in and take. She it does know I'm a dipshit, but yeah, no. <laughs> She's aware. But, but I get what you're saying. You're not being fake there. But there's no, there's, there's no, no disconnect. Room. Yeah, there's no, no wiggle room to like just ignore someone and be like, hey, sorry, I ignored you. Yeah, they yeah, only you, get one shot to interact with you. You got to be like, you got to make it count. You got yeah. You got to make sure that you everybody's getting you at your peak, which is right. it's hard. You know, like uh, like I said though, like. I'm not complaining because I get to work out for a living, which it's still making a living, but I get to do now I'm to the point where I'm like, I just got to work out that I can do some of these things that I want to do that are, you know, physically exhausting. And I got to look good. That's it. You know, like to sell programming. So it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm in a good spot for sure. Granted, you know, in a couple of years, I might have to have a walker and a cane and all this type of stuff, but it's, that's the risk reward that I, you know, that's the life I chose. It is what it is. Is your body getting beat up? Uh, you know, it's just, I'm 36 now, a lot of miles. You know, some days the knee feels great. Some days it's rough to, this morning. I mean, it's everybody, though. It's every, if you do 
you know, you look at CrossFit, I look at, you know, the games is like the, the peak and, and CrossFit, CrossFit methodology is great. It's incredible. It's for everyday people. It's the best, best there is. The games is like you, it's a, it's a professional sport. So anytime you do anything at a high level, you, you're going to have to obsess. You're going to have to put those miles into your body and it's just anything in excess is not healthy. And so for 14, 15 years, I've done fitness and excess and it just, you know, there's days where I'm like, oh, my wrist hurts, you know, instead of snatching, I'm going to do this or instead of squat snatch, I'm going to power snatch or whatever. You just work around it and, and try to do some fitness. But you know, it's, that's when I, I hate the whole, well, CrossFit's dangerous. And I'm like, CrossFit in itself, yeah, you're going to take some inherent risk, but I think as overall programming and GPP, it's the best thing out there if done correctly with proper instructors and at a good affiliate. And then the CrossFit games, no, it's not healthy. It's not safe because it is a professional sport. It is, you know, it's the NFL versus, you know, going out. Well, I can't use flag football as a, an example because you can get hurt playing flag football, but you know, it's just you're going to get hurt playing pool if you're a professional pool player, too, from playing fucking uh, eight hours of pool bent over the a table same movement yeah. over yeah. and over yeah. and over. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Like, right. that's what I hate. You know, well, you know, everybody's first question who doesn't know CrossFit and is talk to, talking to me and asking about my career. They're like, well, how many injuries have you had? And I'm like, doing CrossFit? Maybe I could pinpoint one, probably like when I tore my meniscus doing a double under, um, which is weird. Like, you shouldn't do that. But, you know, I've had worse. I had shoulder surgery and playing baseball. I had, you know, just different things. I've had more injuries doing other things. Well, everyone gets injured running, too. It's exactly. Like it's an overused thing. Yeah, like, yeah. that's just yeah. is what it is. And so I'd rather take the risk of getting injured doing something than sitting on my ass and, and dying at a, an early age because I didn't do anything. Yeah. And I think also, too, the fact that you've been at the highest, highest level in the sport for as long as you have and are still walking around and yeah. fighting, doing it and enjoying it is the testimony of itself. Go take somebody from the NFL afterwards that's had a long career and fuck, they're on payment. They're, uh, yeah. yeah. Miserable. Yeah. 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 I mean, you if you see that commercial, I think it's a, is it a Tostitos commercial where it's like, Emmett Smith, Joe Montana, and some of them are like, I could still play. I could still play. And they like it flash forwards to them, like suited up and just getting rocked. And then they sit back on the couch and they're like, nah, you know, like I'm good. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Hey, think, but, think about Fraser injuring himself doing Olympic weightlifting and then becoming a CrossFitter. Yeah. Another I mean, that should just let you know that, that I mean, I know it's, it's only a study of one, but it should let you know CrossFit's safer because it's more well-rounded. Yeah. You're just doing different things. And like I said, when you're doing different things day to day as a general population, it's a lot less overuse. Well, I mean, you still have things, wear and tear things. But then when we're doing it, we're doing such high volumes. You're trying to get better at certain things and, you know, different times a year. And I think over the years, we've kind of figured out that with CrossFit, there's no real kind of, you know, um, you're not looking at like macro cycles and micro cycles and stuff like that for general population. But if you look at a CrossFit games athlete, maybe we should add some of that stuff in, or we've started adding that stuff in. Like the hard part is, you know, is there an off season? When do you down, you know, that's, that's kind of the piece that we're trying to figure out on the back end, just to extend your career. And, you know, we learn, we, I say, you know, like the legends and all those stuff, we kind of figured out, the immediate recipe and like probably ran ourselves into the ground a little bit more than we needed to. I'm me myself. Yeah. But if somebody else would have told me that I 
probably wouldn't have listened to him. I needed to learn that myself. And so, you know, as my dad always says, do as I say, not as I did or do. No one ever listens to that lesson. Who's great. No, you can't, you got to be obsessed. You have to be obsessive to win or be the best in the world at anything. Yeah. Early in the career, was there even a downtime or off season for you at all? And if somebody came up and approached you with it, was like, Hey, you should take this month and just chill. You'd have been like F off that F off. I trained the day after the games because uh, you know, we had the invitational back then and I wanted to freaking win the invitational. Um, and didn't even usually know when it was going to be or if it was going to happen, but I wanted to be ready if it did happen. And so, um, yeah, like back then I would think of as the invitational was the thing that I would start thinking about after the games. And then from the games you started, or from the invitational, you went back to the open stuff. So, um, it, it was just never ended. Do what hey, you do. When did the, when did the mental burden of that start to creep in? Because like, I mean, you were probably gun ho early on, like it didn't matter. You're going to run through a brick wall, but at some point there had to have been a switch, right? I, I think it was that last year, you know, like the yeah. 2014, the last individual year. Um, really? The team that long, huh? Yeah. Like, and I was great. Oh, wow. and wow. I was great until probably that year. I was just, I was burnt out. I was done. I was just um, to physically, I think I was fine physically. I think I could have done four or five more individual years, but mentally I just didn't have that killer instinct anymore. Individually on a team, mm -hmm. it was almost like a refresh, like a, Hey, I've got people behind me. I've got people I've got to lead. I've got, you know, friends. It's, it was just a completely different dynamic. And I could push um, in a different way that way. Like as individual, man, like you look at uh, Medeiros and, and Matt, what he did is it's incredible. It's it's daunting, you know, like it's it gets Annie, Tia, Annie, Tia. I mean, Annie, the fact that Annie's still going. Yeah. Like I said, Annie, Cash and Tia. Um, it's it's impressive. I just for me, it was like, I'm good. What yeah. about this though? Go ahead, Susan. I won't forget. No, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to ask if did you war with that thought for a little bit? Like, did it start to brew when you started to suppress? Uh, it? Rich just or turned over. He just rolled over. I just yeah, rolled over. Yeah. No, I mean, oh, you know, no, and and it didn't help that his wife wanted him to quit before he started. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, when the you know the thought starts creeping in, right, and then. Um, we're starting the whole adoption process with Lakeland. And then that was kind of like, that felt like that was God telling me, Hey, you, you can't serve two things. Like I'm obsessed. I'm gung ho hundred percent in on whatever I do. Looking back, there's some substance abuse in my family. I 100% think fitness is my substance abuse, right? Like it can destroy, um, you know, if, if we're looking at substance abuse, there could be worse substance abuses. Like I've provided an incredible life for family, for people around here. Yeah. But I knew that I couldn't be a good dad, husband, and continue to be an individual with the team. I could still compete. I could still scratch that itch, but I could shut it off. Like I tell people I could, like when I was an individual, when I finished training, I was thinking about what I need to do next. And it, did I do enough? And so I, there'd be nights at eight, nine o'clock. I'd go out to the garage or the barn and just start rowing and do intervals. And, you know, I saw Miko doing five K's every day. I'm like, I got to do that. You know, like you just see all these other people, you don't know what's going on outside that snapshot of a day, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. And so, man, it was, it just is what it is. And I wasn't willing to do that anymore, especially having a daughter and having Lakeland. And so, yeah. um, it, the, the thought starts to creep in. And then, like I said, things just start happening with adoption. And, you know, we wanted, I wanted to be a dad more than anything. And so when that started to happen, it felt like that was my answer to just, Hey, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> when you when you say substance abuse uh, problems in, in in the family, what what substance? I just you know, there's I look back and I've got a couple you know family Alco- members alcohol that have or? alcohol. Um, you know, there's some like any my hard uncle, drugs. My uncle passed. Uh, not that I know of, mostly alcohol. Uh, okay. Not that my uncle just passed two years ago. He was uh, like bipolar, manic depressant, and really bad. Would have just these spells. He he was an incredible, dude. On your um, mom's side or your dad's side? That was on my mom's side. And her dad had some like, not substance, but he was manic depressant. And so there's some stuff there, you know, like every family has it. We all have stuff. And so I just have kind of come to the realization that, you know, I, when I'm into something, I'm all in on it. And it's just addictive personality, whatever you want to call it. Um, And your dad's a pretty focused man too. Like, yeah, my mom and my dad both, you know, job and and finishes. Yeah. Oh, and he's going to, yeah, he's going to do it. My mom's the same way. OCD. I I would say there's some OCD there with my mom um, and dad both, you know, like everything has to be a certain way. It's got to be neat. It's got to be clean. My dad is just always moving, looking for projects. My mom's the same, but always cleaning and everything has to be in its spot. And so, I've got a touch of that. I'm God, sure. I love that. Um, I love that. My wife got like, that too. That's awesome. When we're like sharks, that. though, you know, like you, if you stop <laughs> moving, you die. You yeah. know, like that's that's the best comparison I've ever heard, like or thought about with my parents. And then now that I look at it, I'm like, yeah, you're like that too. So, um, uh, Rich, I when um Tyson was on the other day, I was like, hey, dude, do you have a c- computer? He's like, nope. And he started laughing. I'm like, neither does Rich. And he got all excited. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you just on a phone? He goes, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. That's my phone. You get, did you get, do, or do you stay up to date? Well, like when the, the 15 came out, are you pretty excited? Do you order one right away? No. No, you don't know. What, I don't, what, I don't order one until I break one. And I, my last one, I might've been a 12 and I dropped it off of a lime scooter and ran it over. Wow. You don't, yeah. you're not excited by it. Like I'm so excited by the technology. I love having new phones. No, they all do the same thing. Yeah. Like an iPhone literally does, as long as it's an iPhone, I know you green bubble people out there are going to get pissed, but I hate you people that ruin text message. You can't, you can't name them. And then it's really at this point, it's not like a, I think it's just a badge of honor for them too. And they're like, well, it takes superior pictures. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't share it with 90% of the world unless they (laughs) download Google drive or whatever it is. And I'm just like, Hey, thanks for ruining that video that I can't see. (laughs) But But then they blame you. Because you have an iPhone and you have less superior technology in your messaging. And I'm just like, beat it, nerd. Right. Yeah, beat it, nerd. Hey, I like it. You're using a nerd voice. That's good. Oh, you like that? That was awesome. Hey, but 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 the phone is a big tool for you. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh yes and no. Like, yeah, I'll take some pictures every once in a while and answer emails. And I've got like a bunch of group text threads and stuff like that. Uh I guess I will like video call and and, and come into meetings, but um, Man, I'm trying to limit the time. I'm, you know, you really you look down and you get that reminder every week that tells you how much screen time you have. And you're like, Ugh, let me get off that thing. Yeah, that's an ugly, ugly look. Trevor. <laughs> yep. Beat it, Trevor. Whiskey. Beat Android it, Trevor. Android is used by most of the world. Listen, listen. listen. Uh, Not the U.S. Uh, Androids can use messages. Yeah, Rambler, I totally knew you were a droid user. Definitely Rambler was a droid user. For sure. Yeah, you knew that. Oh, I bet I just, uh, man, you think that hunting post made me a a target number one, that freaking Android iPhone (laughs) discussion is going to make me, I'm dead. Basically, I just lost a million followers again. Rich canceled. Rich talking about you people. Yeah, you people. (laughs) Canceled, canceled. I guess I'll have to wear Angelo's shirt. Was was Mal O'Brien training over at the Mayhem? Yeah, I was out of town. She was with Haley. Um, You know, those two are good friends and 
We got um, any rumors starting? Any, any, any? any not that I know of. I've been out in the woods and away from rumors. So, um, do you stay? Do you do you do you do you ask any questions? Like, like, let's say, so, so you walk into the gym and Tyler's like, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" And then you see someone's sweatshirt. You're like, "Hey, someone left their sweatshirt here." And he goes, "Oh, that was Mal. She was here last week." And they're like, "Oh, what was she doing here?" Do you start asking questions or do you play? It cool? No, no. Haley was like, "Hey, you mind if Mal comes and trains?" And I'm like, "At the barn." Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, you guys go ahead. It's, it's unlocked. You guys use it whenever you want to, if you don't want to be at mayhem and you know, cause here's the deal. Everybody's going to start rumors. Oh, she going to oh, mayhem, yeah, all that yeah, type yeah, of stuff. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. like they're just friends. They want to hang out. They want to work out together. Let them work out together. Let them work out without having eyes everywhere. So, um, yeah, no, thanks I, I haven't fucking, heard anything. Thanks for fucking that up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I had Hopper on the show recently. And fuck, he sounds like a mate, like he belongs with you guys. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, do you I, know him? Do I don't know, know Hopper really well. I, you know, in passing, we've talked quite a bit. Uh, Tyler, Tyler talks to him quite a bit. They'll joke around about, you know, like a workout will post or something like that yeah. or yeah. whatever. I don't, you know, like I don't have social, so I don't get DMs or anything like that. But um, he wants Tyler. to joke around a lot. Well, that's what we and, do. And Nothing he, serious and, here. And he wants to have values that are uh, aligned with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up bubble. Oh shit! What did my screen do? It my did the thumbs up thing again, and then fucking pause. It loves your thumbs up, doesn't it? Oh, nice! Look at fireworks. Um, the dude, the dude's made for your. uh The dude's made for your program. Yeah, I like I said, I I know Hopper, but I don't know no Hopper. You know, we just in passing, um, right. seen him at competitions and stuff like that. So. I mean, seems like a nice guy. I mean, he's a competitor. You know, like usually when I see him, he's in hyper focus mode, which I try not to bug those guys. Some of those guys are like that. I was never, you know, when I'm walking to the floor, I might be hyper focused, but between events, I'm about as, you know, trying to keep my mind off of competing as I can be, other than, like I said, about an hour before I try to start moving around, locking in a little bit, and then I'm straightforward. He seems like a dude that when he's there on site in, on you know getting ready for an event the whole weekend he seems hyper focused and you don't want to mess with guys like that so um uh, just try to stay out of the way um the um the, the age you mentioned you were 36 years old and i remember uh at the age of 37 for me all of a sudden warming up it was just kind of weird just like one day i woke up I'm like oh shit i need to warm up now yeah yeah. Like I actually need to be in a full sweat before I do anything. Or do you feel some things like that coming on? Have they come on yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. And probably when, the last two or on? three years. Um, okay. You know, and, I, and I'll kind of use a, what I would call like a, a warm up accessory piece, you know, like hit a machine and then do a bunch of accessory type stuff that I still get my heart rate up. It doesn't take anything for me to sweat. People are like, Oh, you're working hard. I'm like, no, I could just be standing there and be sweating. It's just the <laughs> way I am. As soon as I think about moving, like my whole body is just like, Time to sweat. And so um, you self-lubricate. Self-lubricate. I'm ready to go. All uh, those time. are my favorite kind of people. All the time. Yeah. Always ready. And so, uh, you know, it doesn't take much on that side of it, but I do need to get my heart rate up a little bit. And then, like I said, get these some of these creaky old joints. Some joints are good. Some are not. I know you're going to um, really push back hard against this question. I want you to have an push. open mind. I want open. you to have an open mind. Would you consider as you go get older – wearing more clothes when you train like maybe putting on tights like roman does uh i just don't like tights oh I, that was a little more gentle than i thought i thought yeah i, was gonna get I, a, I would uh, definitely lap. put some shorts over my tights 
Just yeah. a, just a, just a <laughs> personal preference. You wouldn't rock it like me and Roman? <laughs> no, okay. I don't have okay. enough to rock, okay. you know? Okay. Like, okay. You right. know, All it's right. just, uh, it'd be more embarrassing than All anything. Right. So All I right. just, you know, I already get enough crap for taking my shirt off. So it's just like, man, if you knew how much I sweat, like I could sit here and I'm sweating armpits. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to save a t-shirt today so I can wear it all day. So I won't wear a shirt. Everybody's like, oh, look, Rich got a shirt off again. Oh, Rich never wears a shirt. Oh, so, so you would, maybe you would consider tights at some point as you get older. If, hel- if they helped, I would do it. You know, I'll, I'm back and forth with knee sleeves at times and I'm trying to like limit the knee sleeve use like air squats. I'm like, all right, can't use, don't need to use knee sleeves. Uh, if my knees bugging me, I might, but uh, up until like 95 or 135, I'm like, all right, let's try not to use, rely on knee sleeves. And so, why is you know, that? that's, why just, is that? I don't know, just to build some stability and do some things that, you know, I, not necessarily that a knee sleeve's taking away stability or or you're having to st- stabilize more. I don't know. It's stupid. Just things that I go through in my head. It's, it makes sense in my head. Right. I, I think I'm I sure somebody's going to outscience it and be like, well, technically, if you use a knee sleeve all the time, then it's actually going to improve your whatever. So I'm guessing Roman wore the tights because he came from a cold environment and it just helped him warm up faster. That's I mean, that's as I got older, like yeah. all of a sudden I just started working out in long johns in a sweatshirt. And I'm like, oh, God, I just love being just dressed like being, I, I actually I like, be you know, so like, oh, hot. Yeah. I, my favorite weather to work out in is 50 degrees with joggers on. And no shirt or, you know, I just, I like that. Just like, it just feels right. And so I'm like a cold air intake when it's hot. I, my body is just like, Hey bro, I can't handle this. And then when I'm like, like I said, 50 to 60 degrees is about perfect for me, um, to work out in. Uh, I'm not sure I understand this question and that's too cold. Rich, what's the fast pitch you threw? Fastest pitch I've ever thrown. I wasn't a pitcher. Um, so I really never – I was a shortstop until I tore my labrum and then played second. So decent arm, not super fast. Um, and then my resting heart rate, like high 40s, low 50s. You know, it depends. If I not – you know, I'm not taking a rest day or a non-moving day, what I would call a non-moving day, um, unless I'm traveling or something like that. And so if I have two or three consecutive days of something, my heart rate will dip down into the 40s. But for the most part – um, it stays around 51, 52, just because I'm always doing something most days. What will cause, what will cause it to drop into the forties? If I take like two days of not working out, you know, like, um, if I took two actual rest days or travel days or whatever it is, what's the phenomenon behind that? I would just assume that you're not getting your heart rate up. And so it has time to actually, you know, settle down. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I would think that it would slowly creep up. No, no. Like I said, I've not, there's not many instances that I've gone two days without working out. So um, it, you don't see it much. Like I'm usually around low fifties. Uh, Matt Burns. If Sevon looked like rich, he would uh, be naked at the grocery store. <laughs> Dude, you don't even know the shit I would do. Yeah. That's legal here too. So you'd be good to go. I would do crazy shit. You'd fit in out there in California doing that, though. Dude, if I was a chick and I had crazy tits, I would do the craziest (laughs) stuff. I would. Oh my gosh. I would never never pay for. I would never pay for anything ever again. Ever. Yeah, I would do. If I had crazy boobs, I would have taken over the internet already. Like, there's, there's so. For how long boobs have been around, they have never. They haven't even been used to their full potential. No. Not even close. I think you could walk into like a Toyota dealership and leave with like a like a like a uh, like a stripped down Tacoma now with a nice set of tits for free. 
Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the like the thirty six thousand dollar model. <laughs> not the not the TRD Pro, but no, 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 no. no. But you Depends. can trade up quickly. You yeah. can then drive that over to the Audi store next door and get it. You might be able to get A6, the TRD dude. for the stripped down. You know, <laughs> no pun little intended, little dude. Yeah. you could do crazy stuff. <laughs> you could do crazy stuff. Um, uh, so you're not. Um, you said you're, you're not doing DMs. Uh, I don't um run my Instagram, Scott. Well, I mean. I'll make some of the captions and send it over. Um, and then Jen or Scott will post it. Rory runs it sometimes, you know, like the stories and stuff like that. Um, Do you have Instagram on your phone? No, that, so that's, that's the thing is I just try to keep it off my phone. Why? Why is it? I just why? don't want that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm weak. You know, I don't want to be clicking on that when I could be playing with my kids. There's times where I'm like, you know, like I, it was three or four years ago. I was just sitting there and my kids are playing in the floor and I'm sitting on Instagram and I'm like, what am I doing? And so I was like, took it off my phone and, and kept it off my phone. I'm weak. Um, uh, let me ask you this. What about, um, does someone go through all your DMS to vet them? What if, yeah. what if like, yeah, the if somebody of Saudi Arabia want, like, is reaching out to you and if like, somebody needs something or, you know, if it's, it's something we'll respond to it through my account or they'll send so, it to me and I'll, so I'll write someone is digging through. Yeah. 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 Send all the dick pics to Rory. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. That is awesome. So when you go out, so there's this picture of you on your Instagram um, with a, I don't know, with Bambi. You got Bambi. Oh, yeah, Bambi. I killed Bambi. Oh, <clears throat> Bambi's mom. You beat me to it. Uh, I already had it up. I cheated, Sousa. Okay. Um, uh, That's so, my caption. So you take that photo. Scott took the photo. Edited oh, him. he's there. Yep, okay. yep Scott's oh. there. My, my, Scott's my write-off, remember? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> The best oh, free trip. The best. I, wow, you really. Ha I thought I was like dropping something smart on you. You're levels ahead of me. That's the, fucking crazy. The best comment I've heard. Somebody has like Scott's gone through them and reading them every time this happens. The best comment so far was, "I wish." Or too bad you didn't fall off that cliff. I was like, "Well done." Whoa. Like I'm not even mad about that one. You know, like that clip. What? That's yeah. So they're like, "Too bad you didn't fall off that cliff." I was like, first of all." On the other side of that is maybe a foot and a half drop. Like it's just which right your knee correctly. could not take. Which your no, knee that's true. Take. Well, if I fell to the right, I would be fine. If I fell to the left, I'm dead. You know, like left knee down the hill. That's an amazing so. picture. That one on the cliff too. Yeah, it's, he did an incredible job. Yeah, so good. Hey, yeah. um, uh, what is that growing on the rock? That's just like um moss uh, or something moss, like yeah. that. I bet. Yeah. It almost looked like a camo netting draped over it. it looks Why would cool, someone right? say that? Because yeah. they're upset because you killed the animal? I killed that... the animal and to eat, you know, like it, it'd be, there's like, yeah, they're just angry. People are angry that the it, ones that get me are the ones that eat meat or have them <laughs> eating meat. And then they're upset. That's what gets me. But is what yeah, it is. I was actually thinking about it. I was like, it's less humane actually to buy it from the store. than. It well, is. yeah, you're a coward, right? but. There is what it is, but yeah. and then everybody else wants to pretend that they're not. Let's killing look at this. Let's feet. look at this though for a second. Okay. This this quite this this right up here. Yep. And and, and be cool about it. Okay. I'll uh, Scott try. Rear, imagine killing an animal and being proud of it. Oh, it's a lot of work. It took me 15 days to get that animal. So yeah. So how about this? I, I think that maybe imagine imagine bringing food home to your family. Mm -hmm. Will your kids eat couple, that? Couple hundred pounds. My kids will devour that. Okay. So there's a 
I understand. I I understand. It it is bizarre to be proud of killing an animal. I I, I do think like these places yeah, a, you go up and there's yep. just fucking heads everywhere of animals. It's like, whoa, dude, you have fucking dead carcasses all over your thing. But but it's 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 a misunderstanding of what's going on here. It's imagine bringing mm -hmm. home to your food to your family, and being proud of it. I can't think of anything I'd be more proud of. Yeah, I'm so proud when I bring six bags of groceries in the house. I kind of feel like, yeah, look, bitch, I'm fucking yeah, providing. I brought for food. Yeah. I brought food. I'm providing for my family. I'm providing for my family. I put and a full so, tank of gas in the tank, and I'm kind of proud. Like if I have my wife's car and I put gas in her tank and I return it to her, I'm you're like, like, yeah, there you go, that. take that. Yeah, and and so <laughs> and even my my argument to the oh you got dead carcasses all over your house whatever yeah. it is yeah if I'm so I'm all that meat will come back you know even the people are like hey this is kind of expensive to ship back and I'm like I, I don't care I want the meat. Right. And I am going to have that thing mounted because I think of the days, the time, every time I see that head, that elk, I know where he came from, how hard he was to, to get to me and Scott had a ton of cool adventures. Ben That's what from, that is. That's an elk. I didn't know elk got big like that. Oh yeah, man. That thing, they're huge. Um, and so I think about those memories. Like I've got one in the first one that I killed in, in our living room, which Hillary was a rock star for letting me put in there. I really thought that would never happen. And so I think about the memories that I had with Tyler, with, TJ with David Curtis, who's become a good friend, my buddy, father, Steven. And so like the memories come back when you see that elk, yes, the meat and all that stuff, like that's my number one goal on it. But Hey, you know, like I, the memories to get that thing, um, are, are pretty awesome. Okay. And then, and then the next line. So I, I, I understand that the, I understand killing's not cool. Right. I also understand that feeding your family is the coolest thing you can do on planet earth. Right. Um, uh, more important than feeding yourself. And then, um, I don't know what joking himself into thinking this is necessary, but what are your options? What would be your options besides go the, killing? Go to the grocery store, I guess, and get my go, own meat. But Yeah, go to McDonald's, go to yeah. Safeway, go to Whole Foods. Like, how yeah. is that more noble than what you did? Exactly. Like, that's – so we did a whole podcast. Uh, I really want to know, too. Like, what's the option? You need – so – uh, there's a, a guy named uh, Robbie Kroger. He runs Blood Origins. It's a conservation, um, pro hunting conservation nonprofit. The dude is sharp on like these types of questions. You know, like to me, I'm like, I would rather, I know for a fact where that meat came from. I know, I saw it, I saw it die. It's never been fed on a lot. It's never been you know, it's free range, whatever. We, it's the purest of meat that you can get. And so it, that's with us, with the farm. Like I see those animals, I feed those animals. I know where that meat comes from and, and what goes into it. And so it's just such a weird disconnect. Like I vegetarians and vegans, that's your choice. That's your, um, I can, I don't agree with it, but I can respect your opinion, your For stance sure. on that. For sure. What gets me are the people that eat meat and are against hunting that that's, and I've said it multiple times, but there's it, it's to me, it's cowardly that you, there is a not, coward. There is a coward piece to me going to whole foods, which are going to the butcher, which I'm probably going to do today, but you're there not anti hunting. No, but there is still a coward element to it. Like you there's a coward to, element to, to all, to all that for sure. A disconnect to, to life disconnect. Because sure when I see that yeah. animal die, like it, yeah. it is like, there's a part of you that's like, dang. Yeah. And then immediately the kind of like, all right, I'll like, I'm going to take this meat. 
I'm going to feed my family with it. My kids will eat it. I know what's how, going how, into the. How much is the ding? Do you feel your tear ducts turn on? No, no, no I don't, I'm no. dead inside. But you know, like there is this split <laughs> second that it's like, oh man, and then I'm like, oh yes, awesome. But no, it's. I mean, there is like, yeah, you just took a life. But yeah, there yeah. is a conservation piece to it. Like these herds in this area are too large, and so we were in Idaho, and the guide was telling us something about there's like six thousand elk in this one area, and um, you know these animals don't die a peaceful death in nature. Have you ever seen nature as metal? Like humans have been a part of the, the food chain for a long time. Like it just is what it is. And this animal led, had a really good life up until the moment it died, you know, like it, 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 it was going to die. So I don't know. I just, it's hard for me. I've, I've grown up in a, in a hunting. Uh, I've grown up in hunting and farming family. I've even hunted and raised my own animals for slaughter. I don't like killing and I don't do it anymore, but it's the most ethical source of meat. Yeah. That's what I was there you go. Yeah. The relationship you build. I mean, it's not like you just walked out there and was like, bam, boom. Yeah. It. You know, it, it took me 15 days, 15 days, two trips to Colorado, one trip to Idaho. Exactly. Here's the part though. That's just crazy to me. Just a testosterone macho flex. Is, is there something wrong with testosterone or a macho flex? We're, we're men. That's the part where I'm like, really like, fuck you, Scott. Yeah, well, Scott, <laughs> Scott takes it in the rear there. It's just obviously data. Somebody, cut. yeah, it was, it's just, you know, to each their own. But I just love that people feel the need to like comment oh, those shit. things. Look when at all this you can do is swipe. kills an innocent animal and believes he's a good Christian. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that conflation, right? So there. these people, so okay, so these people are seeing. Um, they live in an alternate reality than we live in because they're they seeing a dead animal and they're they're having an emotional reaction to it because they're. So what's kind of interesting is um, this guy saying you're deluded, but really he's. De oh God, I, can't, I don't really want to <laughs> click deep. on this dude's. It's deep. This dude's deluded because of all the bad shit he does and he's projecting onto you because you brought it to the forefront that animals have to die for us to exist. This is nuts, dude. I had no idea it was like this. Oh man, it's so good. People get angry, but what's kind of cool is people come to your defense too. Yeah. You know, there's a good, and like I said, Robbie who runs blood origins and it's kind of like educating people on why we need to hunt. He's gotten on there and kind of, yeah, uh, and, and done a good job and he's super, articulate and you know he's not as country as i am where i'm like hey animal need to die or else it will die you know um uh eric maciel hey you know what else is interesting too is that um if you've eaten if you've eaten at a restaurant in your life you've eaten a lot you've eaten a lot of rodent shit and <laughs> yeah. and ground up shoes and shoelaces and maybe human parts and i mean have you heard about what they find in hot dogs it's like 90 no. percent of oh it's fucking scary dude like what are they really? like? human dna okay like in in the majority of hot dogs nice. yeah dude i've yeah. had elk brats elk brats are good the last so, one i killed we made into brats it, and it's, it's all elk. maybe a little bit pork. it's just like dude really you think that there's something more ethical crazy i'm actually looking at buying or like building a little shed at the house um and then like processing our own meat so instead of having to kill the meat then take it somewhere and let them do it because you still at that point it's kind of out of your hands and you 
yeah, you know, yeah. you assume they're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but I want to like, I've got a buddy that for a year, all he did was eat things that he killed with his own hands and processed himself. Oh, that's cool. That's impressive. Right. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, you know, that's, and I don't want to be like, I'm not a prepper. I'm not any like end of the world, like in the world's going to happen, but I'm like, if I can have more while you're here, is it going to happen while you're here? I don't know. I have no uh, idea. Uh, I don't okay, really, you know. All right. Okay. Checking. Um, but it's just like, if I can have more connection with, with what goes in and what, go, what my kids and family eat, then absolutely I'll mm-hmm. do it. And it'd be kind of cool. And uh, it'd be, give me a big testosterone flex, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what you need. I mean, why don't you want to do a testosterone flex? Same people complaining and cheering Hamas, uh, BLM and celery. What's wrong with Come celery? <laughs> Gross, man. Actually, I'm allergic to celery and carrots. No shit. Yeah. It's something about, it's only sometimes, but my tongue will like break out and then my throat will start to close up. So yeah. Oh shit. Wow. I test it every once in a while to try to beat it, but I can't. Wow. So I don't even eat vegetables. So I have to eat meat or I'll die, you know? So why not kill it? This is, um, this is, this is amazing. Uh, Elk herds are there at their strongest in a century. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, it says if you're grossed out by this, you eat and you eat a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He's he's sharp. Robbie's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've read a couple books of like American Buffalo is an incredible resource on that type of stuff. What we did to the to the bison, the buffalo, to animals and like all over the country was crazy early on when there were no regulations. Now there's so many regulations put on hunting. All of the money or a lot of the money that goes into hunting is put back into conservation. Here's the deal. And what Robbie boiled it down to was vegetarians and vegans want more animals for them and for their kids, right? For people to keep being able to see. What do hunters want? The same exact thing. If you're an ethical hunter and doing it the correct way, I want to see more animals that I can hunt. I want to see more animals that my kids can hunt if they want to be into hunting. I'm never going to force them to, which my kids loved squirrel hunting two weeks ago when we went squirrel hunting. And guess what? We're rednecks. We'll eat the squirrels. That's my rule is like with you, my kids. Wait, you really will eat the squirrels? Oh, yeah. My, my I've got a good friend that um, his mom is like, you know, lived in the country for years. Pulled squirrel, which sounds disgusting. It's not that bad. It's pretty my good. My kids so, would love to do that. So here, come on. So my that's my deal is like if you're going to take – I we like – I, we're not a, I wouldn't say I'm a trophy hunter. Yeah. If, if I've got a cool trophy that goes along that I can bring memories, then absolutely. Yes. I'm going to trophy it. But my rule with my kids, and that's what I've told them. I said, Hey, if we're going to go out and hunt, you must, we must eat whatever we're going to kill. And so that's, that's our rule. My kids want to shoot birds in the backyard so bad. I always tell them, no, we just shoot cans until it's time yeah. to, to hunt. You know, do you ever shoot full cans? No, but we used to shoot paint cans and remember and propane tanks and all that type of stuff. So I let my kids shoot full cans, but that's it's, cool. got, it's too expensive. It's too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just hang them from the tree after they're empty. Yeah. And yeah, we got people be like, why are you got spin drift cans hanging from your trees? Do your kids shoot 22s or BB guns? Or what are we're they on a, we're on a BB gun right now. We got a red rider. We're just trying to learn open sights and I can, I can police that a whole lot easier than a 22. I, we have a 17 HMR. Um, that eventually, you know, they'll, they'll be able to shoot. It's a little bit smaller than a 22, but, um, it's a pretty sweet gun, but yeah, 22s will be the next step. Once I feel like Trice won't try to shoot somebody, you know, like he's still a moron. What is it? <laughs> 17, what? 
uh, 17 HMR. It's a pretty cool little gun. It's a rimfire, like a 22. Oh, it doesn't shoot pellets. Wow. No, it's pretty sweet. I didn't know they made a uh, a 0.17. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's more of like teaching them how to correctly use guns, and you know, the just hey, like let's learn some gun safety. You know, know that. You never touch a gun unless an adult's there. That's the big thing. All of my guns are in a safe. And then now they've got a 22, and now I'm starting to get them some bows. And like, if I'm being 100% honest, I would rather shoot a bow any day of the week than I would a gun. I just feel there's just something cool and just feels right about shooting a bow. And if you can learn those same kind of um, techniques and same um, basic things, then if you transfer over to a gun, it all transfers over. So. A uh, one moose means meat for a year. Best uh, right. meat uh, po source possible. Sean Sullivan, a uh, squirrel is delicious. Uh, so go. is Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> Wabbit. Yeah. yeah. What's so your, I'm. What's your next um um uh, athletic feat? What what do you have, do you have anything on the horizon? Any goals uh, besides rogue the rogue? I've got uh, legends legends this year, and then I've got one more elk hunt. It's a cow hunt. It'll be so solely a meat hunt. Um, that's, what does that that's, mean? Like you're not hunting a bull, you're only hunting cows, which cows oh. are so the, the proportion of the herds are so disproportionate because everybody hunts and wants bulls. Okay. You got to take some cows every once in a while. And I, and cow meat off of an elk is some of the best meat you'll ever have. The bull, depending on time of the year, might be a little bit tougher, a little bit ruddier, whatever it is, but um, still really good meat. So a cow is, is incredible. And then, you know, I'm, I, I mean, like, like, like you got you real, got real fitness. season, no, you got a bike ride, you got, a, I'm going like, to, I'm, I'm pretty sure next year at Leadville, I want to be around sub eight or around eight. So I think I'm going to do that again. Um, and then, you know, anything that pops up, I'm going to do a couple local competitions if they pop up. I'm, I would really like to do fresh coast next year that we did this year in Michigan. That was a, it was just a cool event, cool community up there. Um, I want to do some some local partner competitions and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing major. You um, will do Leadville again? Yeah, I think so, man. I, I really enjoyed the whole process of that, the training, the um, the being out there, the the mental kind of piece to it. You know, I still need something to shoot for and something to train for, or else I'm just kind of a lost. What soul. was your placement in that? I don't even know. I just know that I wanted sub nine. I wanted that big belt buckle. And so that was, that was the goal. And so I'd like to at least beat my time this year. And then I think we might get a couple spots for mayhem mission and use it as a fundraiser. So it's sounding more and more like that. Um, and it would be kind of cool to like, you know, use and, and help, you know, the 10 people that do get a spot from us to like have a little training group and show how I used CrossFit along with biking to kind of be prepared for that. Um, because you know, every day that I rode, I still did CrossFit and used that as kind of a, um, a supplement to it. What did you think about the effects it had on your body? Did you, did, did it affect your body to where like you missed your body? You missed what your body was normally capable of or no, you were, no, honestly, just, uh, what I, what I really like about mountain biking is it's more of an inner interval style of training, you know, climbing a hill and then some downhills, and then you might get some flats, flowy stuff. I, Road biking, I just don't enjoy a ton of. Um, I did have to do some road to just kind of get ready for the miles on the mountain bike. But I feel like I didn't lose a ton of overall fitness. Obviously, you're going to lose some strength. I lost probably five pounds, gained it right back. Um, I just liked liked having something, like I said, to shoot for something a little bit different than just the CrossFit grind. Like I said, I still used CrossFit, did CrossFit. 
um, almost every day that I rode. And so it's just, you know, CrossFit works. It's great and is a great supplement for anything, really. And, and what would be your goal for doing Leadville again? Uh, you, already got you know, nine. I'm sub 830, right? Or it's 832 was my time. So, you know, uh, eight-ish, if I could get around eight. Uh, it'd be really cool if I'm in a different spot. You know, the hard part is if you start in the back, you get not stuck behind people, but you've kind of got to find your place in the pack and, and it's just a little bit different, but man, it was, it was a cool, just, it was a cool event. It was, like I said, it reminded me a lot of the CrossFit community. People were super, um, supportive, cheering along the road. The riders were cool. It was, I mean, you got jerks on in everything that you do, but for the most part, overwhelmingly, it was positive. It was cool. And I mean, it's a cool story with the town and, um, everything. It was fun. So, um, you know, you know, Travis, uh, Bajan, you know, what, yep. you know, the, you know, the story. Son ended yep. up going to the NFL. He ended up becoming the starting quarterback of the Chicago bears. Watch uh, some highlights. Yep. He's on my oh, fantasy so- team. Actually on one of my fantasy teams, I picked him up because I did have Justin Fields. Wow. Which is a trash pickup, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, so he so he plays against the Raiders and uh, he ends up now you know he's only played one game but he's the but he has the highest uh, pass played completion great, man. pass completion record in the NFL very top did exactly what he needed to do yeah mm-hmm. and he he's young he's twenty three he's thirteen years younger than you that's Rich. incredible man that's crazy <laughs> and that's crazy he's gonna go he's gonna go to this massive stadium maybe the the best stadium uh now uh in the nfl maybe in the country in los angeles state-of-the-art place huge crowd massive market sunday night the biggest night for for, for nfl viewership do you have any thoughts on maybe what he's going through at least like at least your sport when you go to defend the title <laughs> well and compared it, to it, that and, man and yeah. it's all on you though too. I mean, you yeah. were still in some pretty tight quarters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you you think he's freaking out? What oh, do you man, think? every uh, yes and no. I mean, everything you see from the kid, he looks like he's just a competitor. Everything I've heard him say, mm-hmm. he's saying the right things, and um, th- there's just something that you can't teach, and that's what I've kind of learned. It's it's hard for me to to put into words at times. Like anytime I competed. It was you have all these voices and this noise and everything that happens and you know you're you're stressed you're stressed and the the longer I competed and this is something that'll probably happen for him the longer that I competed the shorter that that or the closer that stress window got to the event you know like if it was early on at the games it might be three or four months that I'm miserable and sick and like man why am I doing this and then it would just turn into all right maybe a month out then it was a week out and then really it turned into that week or that day, I'm like, man, why do I do this? And then as soon as three, two, one go happens, everything goes away. And I, 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 he's a competitor and anybody that is a high level competitor in anything, you have to have that switch that you can just, yeah, you're going to screw up from time to time and you're going to mess up strategy or whatever it is. But for the most part, they're going to have, and he obviously, and you have to have that in any high level. And um, you have to be able to just shut it off, shut everything off and just kind of, you know, everybody wants to say the flow or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it's what come na- comes natural to high level athletes, I think. And and it's interesting you say that because after so many people saying, are you nervous? I'm part of him is like, yeah, I'm nervous, but yeah. dude, I've been taking snaps since I've been five. It's like it's all what you do. I know how to do. I'm it's, a football player. I'm a it's what you do. And, yeah. and you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to put into words, I guess, for a lot of guys, girls, 
um, when people ask that, you know, I always get that. How do you, how do you get more competitive? And I'm like, what? Like, it's just who, it is. It's just who I am. You know, I, like, know. I, I want to know the answer to that too. I don't know how to shut Like my wife is like, I just don't get it. You know, like even when we were talking about, yeah, Leto, I don't get she's it like, she's like, so how do I, what, what do you win if you win this thing? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to win the thing. And I'm like, I get a belt buckle. And I've probably said this a couple of times. And she's like, a belt buckle like you've won gold medals and money and stuff and a belt buckle and i'm like yeah and, and she it's just it's hard to it's just hard to to put into words that's just she's like is this gonna sell us more programming you're like um, maybe no maybe i don't know, I don't know. Sure. could could you talk to someone on the i could talk to someone on the trail I'll have she Scott write it off. I'll have Scott write it off you know yeah. write off baby what are you talking right off baby promotional so uh but yeah when, i mean do you see? Have you watched any interviews with him? Like, do you see anything? Yeah, him? I watched. Like uh, I watched a quick little clip a couple of times. I watched the CrossFit.com video that the first one they put out in months, and uh, it was good. <laughs> and and uh, man, he seems like. And and what what I like too. Is I'm gonna I've start got, an affiliate program where we put out um, a media. By the way, I'll keep you posted. There you go. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've got a uh, got some friends that are that used to go to Travis's gym. And that lived there and they just raved about how good of a kid he was and how he's just down to earth. And, you know, that that's you can tell that in his interviews. And, and he seems just like a good dude. And um, Patton, you know, Patton pending on the name. Sorry, Josh. Uh, but, you know, it is he just seems like he's he's there. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a lot of success for him. I, I remember when I um, they had him and they in the. Uh, or, or when I found out he had a kid named Tyson, he's probably like one or two. I can't even remember now. But I remember I'm like, man, these people are, are ghetto as fuck. They named their kid after fucking Mike Tyson. Mike that's, Tyson? Yeah. Oh, is that it? <laughs> right. that's cool. Heck yeah. I never asked him. I just assumed. I was like, yeah. that is some ghetto just, ass <laughs> shit. That's Virginia <laughs> shit. <laughs> just assumed and then judged you. For just it. assumed <laughs> and judged. Made it up and then was like, you guys, what? Oh, this is awesome. a great question. Uh. Oh, before I before I ask this, there was a cool thing in the presser. I don't know if you saw, but I mean, you know Travis well. But there was a point where, um, someone said something like, "Hey, if you had to throw a sixty yard pass, would you be able to do it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got yeah. a cannon." I did hear that. I was like, "Hell yeah!" And yeah. it was kind of cool because he is so humble, but he was also kind of like disgusted, like how yeah, he's like, "Come on, what even a question yeah. is that?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, this is great. Uh, Bernie right. Gannon, uh, uh, Mr. Frony. Yep. If you were at the ranch in Aromas and a mountain lion attacked Dave. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good. I read ahead. Uh, nice. Would you immediately protect him? Or, or just see if he could do it? Yeah, let Dave test his limits. So, I guess, so you're standing there with a gun. Yep. And a, and a mountain lion attacks Dave. Would you give it like a five count or ten? Does, Dave, does Dave have a gun or a yeah, knife? Yeah, Dave has a gun. He's got one holstered up. I think I let Dave, I don't know, man. Depends. Like mountain lions attack your neck, like the back of your neck right here. You know, shakes max. And then you shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got to go in and take the lion. Yeah. You know, like we were up the tree with Dave. You'll shoot him. Dragging him away, man. We were, we were hunting in, uh, in Idaho and sure enough, there's a mountain lion. One of the guys spotted one. And so we hiked down farther and, you know, do our thing, try to find elk. We find some elk. Well, we don't get out of there until dark and so we're hiking up this ridge and the whole time i'm like there's a mountain lion out here you know like and so i had the gun in my pack and i'm like as i'm walking i'm trying to turn the gun because anything you've ever read is they go through your throat or to the back of your neck and try to like paralyze you so the whole time i'm just 
Like anytime I get close to the woods, I'm like, all right, let me put this. Gun Did you guys here. have a dog with you? So, no, no, oh, just us. God. Yeah. Yep. So man, it's fun. It's just, but yeah, I, Tyson seems like a good kid. Um, you know, that's such a cool story being a D D two quarterback making the 53 man roster and then, Hey, you're going to start. And so, and then winning after they hadn't won at home at home for a year, I think mm-hmm. it was. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll root for him any game except for the lions game. Like that's, that's what I got to do. You know, I'm Fair loyal. Enough. I'm your loyal. dad, your dad did reach out to Travis. Oh, did it? Yeah, he did. Dad said he texted. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- yeah. Travis like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's awesome. The dad's talking. The dad's. All right, brother. Hey, thanks for coming on. You the man. Appreciate great, you guys. Yeah, great seeing you. We'll be watching you. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't blame you. Just maybe <laughs> well, like maybe flip we, through and be like, we'll ah, maybe be watching you yeah. at Rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You co- you guys going? No, I'm gonna. No. We're gonna. No. We're gonna cover it from uh, the cover comfort of our home. own home. Yeah, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome boys. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks, thanks dude. Tell Roy. Thanks, thanks for letting us use his office. I'll tell Roy. I'll pay him for his office later. Awesome. All right, brother. <laughs> Ciao. All right, see you, boys. Adios. I did say I got I said 10 years they didn't win in a home stadium and you guys roasted the shit out of me for it. I got it again. Wait, say that again. So when I was talking about on the show on Sunday, I was like, yeah, I think it's the or what? I don't remember when I was talking about it, but I I basically said, yeah, it's the first home game they won in 10 years. Oh, like maybe I'm wrong. And I realized it was a year because I was promptly. Oh, no, but you had uh, 10 games. Okay, see, it was 10 games. I'm on back. You got the number right. You got the word wrong. You're 50. Yeah. Yeah, Eric. Um, uh, Sevi, did you see uh, uh, Vikey, Vikey, Vikey's a video with Jay Crouch and Jake Douglas training MMA with uh, Jack? No. Oh, that's no. I got to see that, though. Dude, Jack will text with me, but every time I ask him if he'll come back on the show, he goes, he goes dark, dark. <laughs> Jack de la Magdalena. I'll, I'll uh, check that out. I'm going to try to get uh, Vikey, Vikey, Vakey, Vakey. I'm going to try to get Vakey on. Dude, we got some great clips. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, <laughs> we've just had some awesome fucking shows last last week or so. Yeah, yeah, I was loving the show last night. You guys were cracking me up. <laughs> Love you too, Eric. Are you checking out that YouTube? Do you want me to bring it up? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was smoking crack. <laughs> sorry, what? No, sorry. I'm looking at, at all these tech messages. Um, oh, yeah. He just flooded. I agree. Rich does look better looking by the day. He just keeps getting more and more good looking. Yeah, he looks fucking great. Yeah, he does. He seems like he's in a really good place, too. Wow. God, Katie, Katie, Katie Henniger is so fucking nice. God, she's nice. It's weird. I think of her and Bill as like so stoic. And so, you know, when you think of someone as so stoic and then they just do like the anything, you're like, oh, they're nice. Yeah. Well, I thought she had a great time on the show because she's pretty stoic. Like, <clears> forward <throat> facing. I've never yeah. seen her anywhere else besides the show, unless she's doing her own broadcast or something like specifically for an event. Yeah. Um, but usually she's all business, right? Like she comes on very pleasant, but just kind of to the point talks. And yeah. she was smiling and she was laughing. And like, especially yeah. when like 
when uh, I think she feels bad. I don't want to read her text, but I think I mean I, I'm reading into it, but I think she feels a little bad for how uncomfortable John felt. But I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, oh, it's cool. It's so, so, it's so funny. Dude, yeah, it, it, that yeah, was amazing. And then when she like talked about it, then was like. <laughs> and then it was like, um, oh yeah, don't don't get nervous now, John. He's like, I'm not nervous. And his face was just beat. Oh red. yeah, you turned into a radish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not nervous. <laughs> oh yes, I was a huge fan of the outfit, Adam. He asked uh, Susan, as the producer, did you okay Sevon's outfit last night? Absolutely, I did. Yes, yes. Bust that back out. You know what I was thinking too when you had that? I was like, because you know, Travis hooked me up with one of those CEO jerseys too. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And I was like, we should come on one time and do like an after hour show, like you and I. Yeah. Both just rock the ba- the the basketball jersey, no shirt on underneath, like a pair oh. of glasses, and like get a cocktail and just start talking shit, just like troll shit on the internet. Yeah, like there's zero mind. point to our show. We're just on there, just like trolling and like just talking shit. Yeah, 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 baby. I um, awesome. I didn't get these as a joke. I just saw Tyson wearing these, and I was like, man, I want to, I want to see what that's like. This thing keeps you warm. I'm gonna yeah, make Avi. I'm gonna make Avi start wearing these. And Joe's a fan already. I'm gonna start making all three of them wear these. Yeah, you pull yeah. it off. I do. Yeah, you oh, lightly cool, remind me of like Snoop Dogg right now. Thank you. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess Hunter rocks this style a little bit too, huh? Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't have anything like really. Oh, it's patched. It this thing is re- it's really nice. It's a it, it feels nice. This Kyo hat. <clears throat> yeah, white man's do rag, is that what it is? Susa <laughs> <laughs> really felt left out. Look at him. <laughs> I had to get a hat on. I'll wear it like on the top of my head. Like <clears throat> David Weed. Is is that is that is that Latin? You look you look Stepod? Stepod? Oh, yeah. Stupid. Stupid. What is that? Is that <laughs> what is that? He looks like you drive a car bomb. What do you mean? Susa's totally a hat guy. You look like no. You know what you look like, Susan. You look like an uh, aeros- an, uh, the, an aerosol artist. <laughs> artist, aerosol artist, aerosol artist. Yeah, I used to wear hats all the time. I don't really that much anymore. Uh, all right, man. That was what a fucking what a couple shows. They were both easy today. Both Greg and Rich killed today. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, I, I'm trying to put together a show for this evening, tonight. Okay, and um, uh, let me see who we have. So far, we have Chase Ingram and me. I I would do that. I was gonna say, damn, do you really need much? Else? I would do that. I would do me and Chase. And what are you guys talking about? Just like uh, the, just, uh, I would just want to go through or... the events. Yesterday we went through the athletes. T- today I want to go through the events. I just want to run through the events. Yeah, it'd be great to have Jr. on that show with you guys. You, Jr. Oh. and Chase would be okay. Bug him. I asked Tyler. Hey. He didn't respond. I mean, I, I, uh, and dude, we got Brian Spin for one of the days too. And then, oh, and awesome. then Thursday morning show we have Taylor and John. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then the post show on Thursday, we only have JR. And then we're off to the races. JR Taylor, John, JR Taylor, John, Taylor, Pedro, Bill. Pretty much, and we have three people for every show. There's only oh, like perfect. Dude, we have like 15 shows coming up in a row. Do we have Sunday filled up? Who who am I gonna we, be? Right now, you just have Taylor and Bill, but you, Taylor and Bill, could kill Sunday's uh, post show. Yeah, that's perfect. I just thought they were all gonna play a joke and no one would show up, and I'd do it by myself. That's possible too. And I'd still fucking kill it. Let it be known. Go ahead. Yeah. Try me. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, Brian is um, um, he he's busy from here on out. He he said he can't come on until after Rogue, so he's got other commitments. Yeah, comp day vibes only. He's going. He's going. He'll he'll be exclusive on the Lone Rangers podcast. Mm, James Townsend in the rotation. Oh, I'll order him. I'll order him a package. Um. Oh, I will order you a six pack. Already, someone just said. Oh, my nep- My my sister just asked uh, my nephew if he'd wear these, and he said, "Yeah." I will order you a six pack. That's cool. These are cool. I said I'm I'm on a text there with my sister and my nephew. Oh, okay. My my nephew's I don't know how old my nephew is. He's like 20. And he's he he moved to California. I see him all the time now. I don't understand this. What does it say? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, awesome. Um, my, the podcast studio through this wall here is my garage. Oh, shit. <laughs> through the podcast studio. You can still hear me, though, when the thumbs up. You yeah. just can't see me. You're, you're, yeah, it just freezes for a second, does a weird glitch, and then you're back. So, no, Hobart's too scared to come on. I miss Hobart. Hobart's too scared to come on. DM him, ask him. Be like, hey, why don't you come on the show? He's way too scared. Sensitivo. Uh, I watched as much of Greg as I could. I left, came back like nine hours later, and Sevon has had a complete makeover. (laughs) G shit. G shit. Like, when did his job and came back to the thing? I did wear Kangol, and my kids wore Kangol Um up until their eyes got, they all had Kangol fedoras and then their heads got too big and there's no like size between the, but Avi almost was exclusively in a, um, I wonder if I could find that on the three plane brothers Instagram. He's he wore Kangol everywhere. Fedora. So did Ari. Joseph was a little, a little pushback. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the, still the profile pick of one of the boys is handles. Is the fedora. Oh yeah. yeah he's in like a profile. A blue, a blue one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me see. I'll show blue, you. Blue or green or something. Yeah, we maybe rock that a, shit. Maybe it's uh uh Ari's. Let me see. Avi. Did you check Avi's? Uh. Oh no. Oh. Uh. Oh yeah. That that is Kangol that hat in in Ari's, but it's not a in Avi's, but it's not a uh, fedora. Oh, it is. <clears throat> okay. I was surprised. I remembered it too. But you could see. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. They used to always rock the the fucking cool shit. Mr. Then you know, then it's just straight Mr. T. He's he's in the full Mr. T mode now. He wears so much fucking gold. It's crazy. But even though all that most of that shit's plastic. <laughs> I love how he's adjusting it every couple of catches. 
He's got that ollie down yet? <laughs> uh, nah, okay. He got like a four inch hill. He's got like a four inch ollie. Okay. His shit's like, looking insane. He's got I'm like a four inch ollie. Anyway, my podcast is right next to the garage and someone's working out in there right now and it sounds like two people like fucking. Oh, well, well, you better go check. It's probably someone running on my uh, on the air runner, the assault yeah. air runner. Yeah, not the milkman, right? And the milkman stopped by over a minute. Yeah. God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, look, wait, is this a Kangol hat? Let me see. Yeah, they they actually they have um uh they had um I think I could hear that sound you're talking about. They had Kangol, now that I think of it, baseball caps, too, that had, like, the kangaroo on them. Mm. God, having kids is fun. My wife just asked if uh, we can bring the whole family to um, L.A. God, so not what I want to do. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, look it, look it. Here, look it. Avi's such a G. Look at here he is in the Kangol. Hey, this isn't the fedora, but there you got some Kangol. Oh, yep. Yeah, look at that beard, too. Damn. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like this. You Oh, how's that? Is that better? Yep, gone. Oh, is it the phone? That was the phone, yeah. Man, you've had shit luck with those roadcasters. Hey, look at this is how you this is this is uh I'm not even gonna show it. Fuck it. Never mind. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm out of here. Fuck what it. happened? You just got and I got pissed. I was gonna get I was gonna fucking go crazy. Oh, look at this shit. Look at Ari is a fucking gangster though. My <clears throat> my youngest son and his jujitsu is crazy. Gold, no one could beat him. No one could beat him. He's a fucking little miniature Gordon Ryan, but he's the dude with both hats on. Look at that shit. Yeah. The beanie with the Kangol yeah, on over the top. You see that shit? Look at that shit. Crazy. Fucking beanie with the Kangol. So what if he's wearing girl's pants? <laughs> Uh, uh, Sevon, uh, why was it a choice then to try to see if you can look 65 years old? I, I honestly don't care about any of that. <laughs> you reach an age where you just give two fucks. I don't even care if I look homeless or nothing. It's all just for, um, everything's like 80% convenience. 10% practicality, I guess, which is the cousin of inconvenient of convenience. And um, then 10%, like, I guess kind of what you look like. I kind of don't like it that my back hair is coming off and connecting to my neck and my head. So it looks like I just like my head hair is just goes all the way down to my ass. <laughs> but, but I only care because I just think that maybe my kids and my wife don't like to look at it. Like when I come out of it. <laughs> Every time I come out of the shower, it looks like I got a wet rug on my back. 
He's being attacked by a wolf. No, 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 no. That's Dude, if if I lay down, I look like a bear skin. You know what I mean? <laughs> I lay down like that. Yeah, lay on my stomach. <laughs> I, mean, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. Enhance any living room just by laying down on your stomach. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, love you guys. Uh, see you uh, tomorrow. Do oh, Something else we better figure out is I guess I can't do a show Monday either. Monday morning. Do we have a guest Monday morning? No. Um, no, we don't because purposely didn't put that because of Rogue. Okay. Um, uh, you'll... You'll look like Rich killed you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I laid on my stomach, I'd look like Rich killed me. Hunted him in the wild. All right. See you guys in a um, few hours. Eight, see you guys in eight and a half hours in one minute. Bye-bye.